0: you know why he's a frankenstein's monster he's grotesque
1: oh. <laughs> he's this is part of the lore now is that we have frankenstein monsters fighting in the u.s army
0: why is this always a challenge it's always
1: hunting season
0: And then when it's always hunting Incredible season monster dear sir as attorney for
1: mrs Wilbur Kingsley I am writing in her behalf regarding the recent traffic accident in which you and she were involved to prevent serious court action and damages I strongly urge immediate cash settlement in the amount of in the amount of ten thousand dollars how much Wow
2: ten dollars <laughs> oh, oh. Wow <laughs>
1: Oh, no, Lily. That woman must have traced the accident to me, and now her lawyer wants me to pay her $10,000. What will I do?
2: stop that. How do you expect me to
1: think when you're making all that noise? Where will I get $10,000? This is terrible, terrible, terrible.
0: Hello, and welcome to another amazing, one-of-a-kind genre-defining... Uh... <laughs> I almost said all-inclusive, like a resort. Oh. Uh, shoot me. on the docket for civil lawsuits. Episode of the Monster Hunters, the only show that dares to shun everything in existence for just a few more weeks. Uh, in lieu of a sixty-ish-year-old sitcom about a Frankenstein's monster and his grotesque family, my name is Derek, and I am a monster hunter. Joining me at the monster headed sectional of Monsterism is the one and only uh, Sean DMC, Sean DMC himself, Keith.
1: Hey, hey, what's up? KG, Sean DMC, all, excu- all uh, inclusive Monster Hunter Extraordinaire.
0: All inclusive Monster Hunter Extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlimited drinks, yep. but only one hot dog per day.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's yeah. how they keep costs down. They get you drunk, so you buy more stuff, but you can only get one free hot dog, okay. yeah
1: and I, and I always and I always want two.
0: yep, and that other person who's been staying in line for to get a hot dog to give to Keith because he's a good guy is, is Dr. Dre of Kansas, Terry
3: hey, yep, how's it going? you know i think this hot dog rule is just ridiculous, um, <laughs> but I do know that you know the hot dog rations are running thin, so we gotta mm. save them up as much yes. as we can um.
0: So it's the war effort. We gotta yep. serve mm-hmm. our hot dogs.
1: Yeah, I, I checked. Uh, I checked all the inventory uh, today before uh, here at the Man Cove, and yep, hot dogs—they're low.
0: Yep, hot dogs are low at the Man Cove. We used to a, a lot of buns, though. A lot of
1: buns, oh, and a dogs. lot of hot dogs. Yeah, yeah.
0: we used to have yeah. a big walk-in freezer full of hot dogs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: something happened to those. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I mean, like still walk in, in
1: there. Still walk in, but not as so much there. Maybe those raiders—the one times they came through.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe maybe Could it was the Raiders.
1: They heard about her hot dog stash. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. I I didn't. I haven't been telling you guys, but I've put motion cameras all over the place. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm bringing in Maury Povich for the last episode to reveal who's oh made no. the hot dogs. Huh,
1: okay, cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that sounds well, like a good plan. Apparently, when uh when my mother was pregnant with me, uh she. Had hot dogs were her craving Uh uh-huh so much so that like even on the way to like they my they tell me a story like they were on their way to like some kind of like a dinner thing they're supposed to be meeting people Mm -hmm. and she made my dad pull off at like a gas station to get hot dogs like on the way (laughs) on the way to dinner she's like
2: hmm
1: need them so bad yeah
3: wow well that explains your insatiable lust for hot dogs as well makes sense yeah i've had hot
1: dogs last two days Hmm, so interesting. Yeah, Seems like
0: we lot. might have a... Uh, it, was not planned, but,
1: here. it was not planned, but uh, it happens.
0: He's got hot dogs in his blood. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I do. No, If I burp, no matter how long <laughs> oh, it's been since I have a hot dog, it smells oh, like hot dogs.
0: Okay, that's it weird. Is,
1: okay. It is so weird. And my wife, will. she calls me out on it every time.
3: What? Uh-huh. And I'm like,
1: You're... I haven't had a hot dog in six months. Still, you... I burp. That's what it's going to smell like. Do you, like, Uh, sleepwalk and just snarf a bunch of hot dogs or something? Maybe. Maybe.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Something
3: Uh, weird about that. Yeah.
0: That is not normal. Are your lungs
1: made of, uh, like, hot dog meat? They may be. I don't know. I think it's something, you know, based on all the hot dogs my mom ate while I was, uh, you know, developing. And then it's just a natural (laughs) part of me. That's what it is. Wow. (sighs) Yeah, I should put a surgeon yeah, general
3: right. warning on these hot dogs. Do I not. Mean, eat, I, I eat, think we're say on Keith. Yes, on Keith too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: There should be a surgeon general warning, <clears throat> Keith. Oh my god. Um. Well, I was gonna ask you guys how you're doing, but uh hmm? I'm just gonna keep on rolling. No,
1: right. I I, I had more fun stories, but that's okay. But we got things to do.
0: All right. How are you guys doing? Oh, great, okay. man.
3: How are you? Yeah, good. You know, just thinking thinking about hot dog breath now, so that's nice.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> perpetual hot dog breath. That's not normal, Keith.
1: I know. Uh, so I went to the zoo today. Oh, so he's going to uh, tell a story. Okay. Yep, yep, I went to the zoo today, and on the way back home, uh, my younger son started laughing, and he laughed for the entire, like, 20-minute drive back home. Uh-huh. And we finally got him to calm down. like, what are you laughing about? And he's like, it's something that happened earlier in the day like, what the hell happened earlier today? the day? And my older son was like, oh, I know what it is. Uh, we were playing catch, uh, and uh, he threw the football, and it bounced, like, right in front of me, and then right in the junk, uh-huh.
2: basically uh, <laughs>
1: having me just quickly bend over in pain, and it, he laughed for 20 minutes and went home <laughs> about that. All yeah, right. I'm laughing just envisioning that. Wow. I Yeah, yeah I I just want to tell you a story. I thought it was funny that he laughed that much at it.
0: You saved that one for on Mike
1: yeah i did i did I but forget. you couldn't
0: edit it out you have perpetual hot dog <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> no <laughs> nothing gets edited out. we know that by now
0: no it's self-editing keith i'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i i've never ed- i don't edit any podcasts i've ever been a part of and i don't edit my uh my content either. So.
3: uncut unfiltered with keith yeah yeah and Can't do the... it's,
0: it's impossible
1: it's impossible
0: yeah. uh yeah
1: i guess yeah i'm a one take just like the monsters you can't mm-hmm. I, I you know there's no budget to redo it twice so yep true
0: sure. yep true sure. i'm really the hot dog thing is really yeah crazy. i'm you know, kind of concerned I I, about I, oh trust
1: me i it bothers me too especially when it's like months on months like i go like a year without a hot dog and all of a sudden i, I burp and it's still just a
0: that's not that's not normal, Keith. That's no, really it's not. not.
1: It's not. It's very weird.
3: What's going on uh, with that? Hmm. i mm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Google this later. We'll we'll get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: it's probably. Yeah, I didn't want to get into it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah let's probably, probably shouldn't know.
0: Yeah. No, we need to recline. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like the whole, the whole. Yeah. My whole vibe has been just crushed.
1: Um wow, we didn't even get to the episode yet. Huh?
0: <laughs> I I know. I know. Um to recline. because he's gonna saunter up and yeah. <clears throat> him and <throat> that book are gonna commune about the, their perpetual smells of hot dog. Well oh, oh, yeah,
3: that thing smells shit. like hot dogs too, that's for sure. Yeah, I think
1: yeah. I just figured out why we have no hot dogs left in the walk-in freezer. I've been constantly training this thing. Yeah. I think lately it just it doesn't it it's been like double and tripling the amount of little well, hot dog bits um, it gets before it will do something. It's uh, kind of catching on to the game. It's yeah. training you. Yeah, that's what it's doing. Yeah, when I try not to do it, it, it looks at me with those you know little dough eyes and you know, convinced made me of literal
3: bit. rotten dough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah,
1: and then I have to give it another one. Just I'm like, oh,
3: yeah. Keith loves that
1: book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's. it's it's uh it's been it's been much more friendly lately. Still dirty as hell and tons of sphincters on it. Every time those sphincters form a smile, it just, it just puts joy in your heart. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, regardless of what drool stuff comes out of it. My son, one of my sons drooled on me this weekend too. It was very <laughs> weird. Uh Okay. Yeah, it reminded me of the book. And uh That's but nice. yeah, you guys reclined. Derek, what, what do we got going on here?
0: I, I don't even know if it matters. Uh but it's unless it's her song when act back to but she's she going to be the boo-boo of the week.
1: All right, all right. We got a short one this week. We're gonna fly through April twenty first, nineteen sixty
0: six. Save more more room for stories. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I cut a lot of stuff out just so I could tell fun little stories. Um Look, one of those was organic. The other one I did save for conversation. April 21st, 1966. <laughs> you'll never tell <laughs> which. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, it was a Thursday and it was the 111th day of the year in 1966. It was the 16th Thursday of the year. There are 168 days left before this episode turns 58. There have been 21,017 days when we're recording. Now, if you happen to be a dog, maybe named Forte, it's a Yorkie poo breed. And it was born on the same date. Uh, then you would be about 248 dog years old. Wow. That's an old dogs, dog. Yeah. Dogs first year is equal to about 15 dogs age differently depending on size of breed. So this one, you know, uh, by uh, age six, for, Forte the Yorkie poo would be 40 dog years old. And then it's like four dog years for every human year after that. So. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, just you know yeah uh and uh you know for uh you know 40 some year old dog it's been around or 248 year old dog i say been around for uh, a whole lot of stuff but there were also things that happened before it was around such as in 753 bc romulus founds rome
3: oh wow okay yeah, yeah based on the,
1: the the traditional date romulus finds rome at that point in time uh in 1918 as part of world war one uh German fighter ace Manfred von Richten Richthofen, better known as the Red Baron, is shot down by Snoopy and killed uh someplace in France.
0: Snoopy mm-hmm. killed him? Wow. Mm-hmm. So Snoopy Snoopy ripped his guts open.
3: And... <laughs> <laughs> oh really? So he yeah. shot him down, landed next to him, and then just ripped him apart? Yep. Yes. Yep. Well, that is canon.
1: Uh, in 1934, the Surgeon's Photograph, the most famous photo allegedly showing the Loch Ness Monster, is published in the Daily Mail. Uh, Whoa. In 1999, it is revealed to be a hoax.
3: Why is it called the Surgeon's Photograph? Was it a surgeon who took it?
1: Mm, we don't have time for questions. Okay. Uh, yeah. In in 1982, Raleigh Fingers of the Milwaukee Brewers becomes the first pitcher to record 300 saves. You're my soul and inspiration is still the number one song yet again this week. I think that's nice. like three weeks in a row.
0: Very nice. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and we have some birthdays going on here uh, with this. In 1947, Iggy Pop. hmm Okay. Uh, in 1957, Bruce Beefcake. The Barber. Yeah.
0: Bruce
3: Beefcake.
1: Yeah, it's professional wrestler, yeah. Uh, okay. You'd eventually become Bruce the Barber Beefcake because... He had one match, which was like a match. If you lost, you got your head shaved, and I think he won. So after that, he just went around like shaving people's heads at the end of matches. Yes,
0: <laughs> and he didn't have a segment. It was like the barber shop or something like
1: that. Yeah, that? I think so. Yeah, yeah, they would have people hmm. come out and talk in the middle of the ring for a while. It was a wild time of poking do storylines back then. Was he uh, like
3: in a Barbershop quartet as well? No, that'd be cool.
1: Oh, nope.
0: that would be, that would have been awesome. You're in.
1: Yeah, I hung out with Greg the Hammer Valentine. A lot
3: you know, like they have those grand entrances. If you just hear like a nice, like beautiful four-part <laughs> yeah. harmony, hello, is he like hello, in the shadows? Hello. Yeah, yeah, hello. <laughs> that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be a great gimmick. Someone needs yeah, to do that. I agree.
1: Yeah, him, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and then uh, Chump, and then their uh, their manager. Come on, that's all these things so they come down to the ring every time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 1965, Eddie Belfour, uh, hockey, Chicago hockey great,
0: Blackhawks goalie. Yeah,
1: he's been in a bunch of places. Uh, yeah, Blackhawks. Started, I think he started
0: he, in Chicago. Yeah, I think he went to
1: Colorado. Yeah. Won a championship Colorado,
0: there. Maybe Dallas. I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
1: 1970, Rob Riggle. Oh, we're we're media. big fans of him here uh, yeah. in in our house uh, for his his work on um, the golf game. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of the name of it right now.
0: Holy moly.
1: Yes, yes, yes. That's what it's called. <laughs> Fun show. Nineteen seventy nine, James McAvoy.
3: Ah, uh, Professor X.
1: Yeah. Professor I just X. watched uh It and then I followed it up with It Chapter Two, where he plays the Oh um, yeah. The older Brilliant. version of like the lead kid. hmm. Yep. And in nineteen eighty, uh, Eastern Illinois finest Tony Romo.
0: Tony Romo. Yes.
1: Yeah. Now you can celebrate any of those birthdays. Maybe you have family members who have a birthday on this date. Uh maybe you want to celebrate your dog turning like fifty-eight as well. Or who just doesn't? this episode. Uh you can celebrate with National Surprise Drug Test Day.
0: No, nah, the <laughs> best the best <laughs> kind of drug test, the surprise mm-hmm. one. It's, yes. well, it's
3: National Surprise Drug Test Day. I feel like that ruins the surprise.
1: Yep. I think it does too. You know, but uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe you get real comfortable because you're like, ah, it's not gonna happen now, mm. and they still get you with it. Yeah, they mm. still
3: get maybe. You yeah, know. maybe it's one of those holidays that like shifts around. It's not just like on a certain day every year. <laughs> yeah.
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's a it's a nebulous holiday. It's, it's the proverbial yeah. floating holiday.
3: Mm. Any mm-hmm. day could be National Surprise Drug Test Day. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, you got me on National <laughs> Surprise Drug <laughs> Test Day. Damn it. <laughs>
1: I should it's, have seen the scumming. Somebody else. else calls out. They're like, no, that was last Monday, you idiot. <laughs> like, what? what? They said it last week. That was what it was. They just keep getting you week after week with it. Mm-hmm.
0: Every yeah. week.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also Tuna Rights Day.
0: Tuna? The fish?
1: Yes. yes like Rights? Like, yes. They're
0: like legal. Not tuna standing. rice, but tuna rights.
1: Rights. Yes. So, like, all the laws. Oh, uh, That goes as far as like uh, as far as what's involved with breeding and and, uh, and catching uh, fish, uh, especially tuna and tuna, still, yeah. tuna and tuna like fish. Is what I actually said. So
3: I I'm still waiting for when the tuna finally can vote. I'm still waiting. For <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And Favorite, finally, and finally, uh, it's International Mariachi Week. Uh, <laughs> it'd be kind of cool to hear a mariachi version of the banger. That'd be pretty smooth.
3: Yes, I would love to hear that. They yeah. would be
0: fucking smooth. You're right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, just smooth, not fucking smooth. No, uh, no. Finally, uh, your birthday numbers four 21 1966 reveal that your life path number is 11. It's a master wow. number. That it's represents, a master number. Yep, yep. Intuition, idealism, and invention. They have nothing to do with here. You have the potential to be the source of inspiration and illumination for people now may 30th 1908 mel blanc oh he has a life path number of nine A person who was Mm -hmm. born with life path number nine tends to be spiritual and connects deeply with religion whether it stems from a need for strength during times of struggle or natural desire to relate to something greater than themselves the life path number of nine often see courage and meaning from a higher source intuition gut reactions may even outweigh logic That is a wrap on this week's uh, Factory Sumpsons of the Week. Let me toss the book back up on the shelf. Oh, good boy, good boy. I'm going to jump over the table into my seat and await further orders.
0: Keith, you're, you're on a mission today.
1: I am. I, well, it was it's a pretty light, light almanac read today.
0: Oh, yeah. Just blasting through it, jumping over tables tossing the book you know. tossing the book and praising the book mm. all in one breath
1: well one i toss hot it,
0: it breath. Yeah. One <laughs> hot dog smell breath
1: yeah. yeah i toss it it does the flip on its own so you know it's a, it's a good thing going on
0: sure yeah definitely a good thing that is a good thing yeah
3: yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i can't wait till you install that ring of fire you've been talking about so you can chuck mm-hmm. the book and it'll flip right through it. no
1: no no actually i read some stuff towards the back of the book uh, ring of fire we can't do that that would uh that would cause some problems.
0: Uh, Break the fire. Down, code. down to a burden <laughs> ring of yeah. fire. No, uh, not, not,
1: <laughs> not fire codes, but oh. maybe um, things to do with the, the, the gentleman we go see every week. in it
0: jumps month. through yeah. and its power gets much higher. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: we don't need this thing. Yeah.
0: It hails Satan from the depths of hell with a ring of fire. <laughs>
3: Ring I wish that fire. song was a little more like no. explicitly just like all
1: about Satan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> would that be amazing?
1: <laughs> and yeah. And I, and I don't know that there's a lot of sphincters on there that could all be rings of fire. It would just, yeah, I don't think it would work out very well.
0: Yeah. Nothing worse than a sphincter hits a ring of fire. Um, yeah. I wonder if that song, I wish it could be like, you're right. Be more about Satan, but what was also about the, uh, like the Pacific, rim, right? That's called the Ring of Fire cuz all the volcanoes oh. go around the the Pacific from Japan all the way over to the wow. North America. What was about that? Like uh it could be. Yeah. Johnny Cash yeah. is giving us a geography lesson <laughs> or a geology lesson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or like and and it's even tied into like Pacific Rim the movie, so he's it's a song about kaiju and uh, giant mechs fighting in in the, in the Pacific Rim as well. <laughs> but he, he's, he's he's the, the in the ring guy. in the, ring of, yeah. the sure. ring of Fire. Yeah,
3: is the movie based off the song? Yeah, <laughs> <Yep>. mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Well, he's on the soundtrack, much like Will Smith on uh, Men in Black.
0: But I'm pretty sure Johnny Cash had died by the time Pacific Grim came out. Uh-huh. But luckily,
3: he had planned ahead for like they talked <laughs> yes. to him. They knew he was on his last leg, so they told him to record a song because they knew this mm. was coming out in the near future. Yeah. So
0: him and Gear. Mil del Toro or tight so it's, yeah
3: they work together to write just the right song for it. it's like
0: gDt it's like what's up cash man it's like my days are numbered it's like oh and I owe you one oh you're right yep. uh, I hate I hate to call it now he's like no nope I'm not gonna die and have something on my conscience so it's like, this the last
3: thing weighing on his mind this yep. is mm-hmm. you yep. know
0: so GDT is like help I got this movie I'm gonna do in like 10 15 years I think about kaiju's and robots, we just don't have the technology to do it yet. To make these things fight in the rain, like I want them to do. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Johnny's like, "Well, I'll, I'll I'll give it a shot." That sounds right <laughs> up my alley. I'll mm-hmm. get it
1: going right, yeah, <laughs> right away. He asks what's called. He says it's Pacific Rim. And he goes, "Oh, the Ring of Fire." All right, the Ring yeah. of Fire. Yeah, I know why you called me
3: for this. Mm-hmm, yeah, yep.
0: and and he the thing about Johnny Cash, there's things that he loved, and uh, one of them was dual piloted robots
3: <laughs> would have to like drift together yep. yes yeah
0: mm-hmm. he was big on that spent a lot of time uh drawing up schematics for giant robots that were controlled by dual pilots yeah. that had to be linked mentally uh,
1: so ahead of his time so ahead yeah. of his time yeah.
3: much like da vinci yeah. drawing like a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> johnny cash drew yeah. the yeah giant <laughs> link pilot so, like, mix.
0: Da Vinci, he would draw like the helicopter with his right hand and then with his left hand do like mathematical formulas. That's what Johnny Cash did. He wrote songs with his right hand, <laughs> drew, <laughs> drew mech schematics with his left.
3: Yeah, <laughs> writing in his memoir about the coming yeah. like impending doom of the giant beasts from the Pacific Rim. Yep. I
1: warned you, my song, I warned you. Yep. Yeah, when they went to publish a book about all of his... uh about his songwriting they're like what the fuck is all this
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll
1: just leave that out yeah we'll nobody
0: understood for except for Guillermo del Toro alright mm-hmm. gents we need to recline because Keith okay. you need to recline because we need to all descend right. there we go. through the tunnel of love brought to make candy corn I think it's called sphincterville possibly as well I don't oh. remember
1: is it still it, candy corn even now you...
0: yeah so, uh, candy oh, corn's okay. universal and year round uh, I had some oh, yeah. I
1: had some this weekend it was nice and fresh but delicious
0: yeah fresh from the cob candy corn oh god
3: yeah. It doesn't get much better than that. Go to candy com slash Monster Hunters and get fifty <laughs> <You> percent <50% laughs> off.
0: Your next uh bulk candy corn
3: order <laughs> yes. of like yeah, twenty thousand pieces or, or more. <laughs>
0: you yeah. get a big candy corn tanker trunk pulling up, uh <laughs> filling up your candy corn reserves at the house. All right. Twenty percent mm-hmm. off that next
3: yeah. Month. Put it in the candy corn vault, you know, keep it fresh. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, it's twenty. Well, it's twenty
1: percent off uh, orders of a thousand dollars or more. Yes,
0: <laughs> Well of course, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. only makes sense. Yep, you're gonna buy also, that much candy corn. You want to save
1: thousand dollars of candy corn? That's insane.
0: <laughs> well, I mean,
1: especially, especially if it's the day after Thanksgiving or after Halloween, man. It's, that's fifty percent off at places. That makes a lot of candy corn. You could order
0: if you think about it, like the volume of the candy corn. Yes, that is insane. Mm-hmm. like if you're like oh how many individual kernels of candy corn is a thousand dollars don't think about that you'll go you'll go crazy yeah
3: just that uh, humans weren't meant to count that high no like, yeah
0: it's like that exercise you ever seen the person do it was like uh every grain of rice is a thousand dollars like here's oh god thousand. here's a million dollars here's yep. a billion yeah. dollars and there's like this mountain of rice you know that's what it's like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't fathom the volume of candy corn. That would be held within the thousand dollars.
3: Yeah. It's a, uh, you got to, you really should think like your local candy corn factory workers. Cause they have to count all Yeah, it's just yep very mind intensive. Like they have like <laughs> psychologists on site to help talk them down. And, yeah. Yep.
0: They call them corners.
3: <laughs> corners.
0: <laughs> yep. All right. We've reached, uh, we've, we've been down here for a minute. Uh, <laughs> I've been so distracted this whole episode. I wasn't until a point and Yeah, I there was a point that
3: shifted it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We've mentioned it about a hundred <laughs> times since oh, then. So what was that? I yeah. don't remember.
0: Anyway, gents, we need to you know gallivant our way over to that Mr. T looking Ooh. ship. Yeah. Uh hop on it because well oh, I failed to mention it's uh, season two, episode thirty one, and we're still in the Skuma X Dome. Name me right, still TBD. Uh, people are failing big time at capitalizing yeah. on this
1: yeah. epic fail. I yeah. mean, that we definitely do buy one, get one free now if you sign up for it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We'll build another Skuma
3: X dome just for you. Yeah. We'll have one more wow. episode wow. Um,
0: <laughs> just so you could have two episodes with the Skuma X dome name, uh, but we need to get on there, Mr. T look at ship because Captain yeah, Terry is going to take us additional 2.75 miles out into international waters. And from there, we will dive deep to the gates of hell for another edition of Skooma X.
3: Uh, so this episode was directed by Ezra Stone. Yeah. For his penultimate episode of penultimate. the <laughs> monsters, yeah, penultimate.
1: Oh, so
0: also coincides with the penultimate episode of the monsters. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, can line up any better coincidence. Than that. I think not. No, yep.
0: Twinky Dinky.
3: It's hard to believe, but we're almost done talking about this man after hundreds of episodes or something. I don't know. Yes. Uh, yeah, it does feel like that. Mm. But don't be sad. We still have one more. So, that's right, Tivis. If you were sad that it's almost over, just think. We got one more in the can at least. So, that's, mm-hmm. that's exciting. You could probably compare Ezra Stone to like one of those like key chemical elements on the Munster's periodic table. Um, he's like one of the foundations of what makes the Munster's tick. So, do we have a monster's <laughs> periodic table?
0: No, oh, of course we
3: do. Oh yeah, of course. Ezra Stone's right on top. Yeah,
0: Ezra Stone is is like in the helium spot or the hydrogen mm-hmm. spot. It's like one, um, and it goes yeah. all the way to herman her, her- hermanium her- her- hermanium <laughs> <laughs> hermanium. Yeah, yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Um, uh, it's a volatile chemical. Where, of course, uh, of course, Adam. we
3: created this in honor of Ezer Stone's father, the chemist. Um, the yeah. chemist, yeah, hundred percent
0: mm-hmm
3: yeah and every every year we make a, each other memorize the whole table um yep because every in handy. a few
0: minutes later we forget exactly
3: yeah <laughs> yeah every year without fail we cram right like 15 minutes before you know probably get like a 60 percent on the test and then yeah. forget it immediately but you know mm-hmm. that's tradition yeah. at this point it, it,
0: the best way to do it is like to come up with a song you know and I would go through it right now if I could remember the names of people that are involved in the show in a way.
3: <laughs> Romania, Marilyn Lyon.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Lilijin. Uh...
3: Grandpa Knight.
0: <laughs> Grandpa Knight. I like that. And then beyond that, uh, it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah. yeah, but, You know, you get the, the gist of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, we forget every year, so we'll have to brush up on it.
0: Yeah. But uh, this, having a little song it helps you helps you remember it, I think.
3: Yeah, maybe we'll come up with one someday. <laughs> yep. maybe. <laughs> maybe. No promises or, on that.
1: More, or maybe not. Maybe.
3: <laughs> yeah. Don't hold your breath. Uh, this episode was written by Doug Tibbles, uh-huh. Joe Connolly, and now Bob Mosher.
0: Is this Tibbles' last?
3: It is Tibbles' last.
0: Oh, no. Did you listen to the, uh, the wooden... Uh, the wooden fox tramps
3: <laughs> stone coyotes yeah church of the fallen rain yes yeah.
0: of
1: course i listened about five or six times um is this the f- first time in a while like uh at the beginning of the episode it lists all three as as far as the writing credits like at at one time like usually it just gives you like you know just dick conway's name up there but this i i, I noticed that they gave Tibbles, uh, plus the other two guys were all listed out. I have they a can... theory
0: on that and we'll get to it. Ooh, interesting.
3: Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: okay. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, they, if there's been multiple writing credits, they put them on there. Sometimes it's, uh, the illiterate and the other two the story
3: by. Yeah. 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 You know, Joe Conley, Bob Mosher, we should all know them. They produced every single Ooh. episode of the Mustard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you remember. Yeah. Classic. Uh, there you can, again thank them for the consistency of the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, you know, and of course like we said Doug Tibbles this is uh, his last episode which is sad of course um, we will go ahead and go through every single episode that he's ever written for the monsters one by one has is tradition mm-hmm. um, season one episode 21 don't bank on Herman Herman and Grandpa get mistaken as bank robbers and are given a bunch of money by
1: mistake
0: oh no
3: yeah not a great start <laughs>
0: That's when they get locked
3: in the vault, right? They
1: Is that go, it? Because they want because they want to take the money back. That's right. right? Yeah. They,
3: they want to return it, but after hours. Yes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of a strange episode. Um, season one, episode 30, Country Club Monsters. Okay. Monsters, Monsters join a country club. Herman plays golf. That was an all right one. Yep. Uh, that was Tim's
0: see- favorite from season one.
3: Yes. Yes. That's true. That's true. Uh, season 1, episode 37, Herman's raise. Herman asks for a raise, it gets fired. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. The most common <laughs> occurrence when asking for a raise. Yep. Is yep. It infuriates your employers so much, they fire you.
3: Yes, yes. Well, seeing like later episodes with their employer, um, I understand it. He seemed like mm. an awful guy. Yes, he did. He's a uh, kook. Yep. Season 2, episode 2, Herman, the master spy. Herman, The monsters go to the beach. Herman goes swimming, gets caught in a net by Russian sailors, and they think he's the missing link between fish and man. Makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. I like that episode. That Uh, episode
0: isn't that bad of all the... I remember I was a little bit rough on it when we started, but hindsight after (laughs) living the season. (laughs) Not bad, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
3: they go into the missing link well a few too many times maybe, They do.
0: (laughs) But that whole Mm -hmm. encounter on the Russian submarine...
3: yeah.
0: Oh, that's right, because that ends with Lily busting in and calling him a philanderer
1: yeah he was, he was yeah that was on me. their big run of uh herman you philanderer cheat. Uh, yeah but it like ruined the
0: episode for me it was like oh this is a good yeah. episode and then lily comes in all angry
3: mm-hmm. herman's having like genuinely a great time he's made like friends for life basically yes. and then she, she comes in and hates him and yells at everybody yeah yeah kind of a bummer of an ending agreed um, but yeah Season two, episode six. A uh, happy hundredth anniversary. A happy episode where Herman and Lily try to withdraw money at the same time to buy gifts for the anniversary. Oh. The checks do not go through, so they both get jobs as welders without each other's knowledge and fall in love all over again. Kind Tipples
0: wrote that one too. As yep. only his third yep. one he wrote, or his fourth
3: one. Uh, that would be his one, two, three, four, five, fifth one.
2: Five,
0: yeah, five.
3: yeah, we're. Kind of a strange concept, but you know what? I like that part where they giggle at each other. Um, tiki. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm
1: a
3: boy.
2: Yes. <laughs> wow.
1: hmm. if, all, if all we do is just lift up our masks, we could see what was actually happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if Lily could just recognize that her nearly eight foot husband was standing right in front of her. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Season two, episode eight, Lily star border.
3: Yeah. Um, wasn't a great no. one. Uh, Monsters yeah. rent a room to an undercover policeman.
0: Yeah, and there's a counterfeit fur. Yes, going on across the street.
3: Yep, yep. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Uh, season two, episode fifteen: Herman's Peace Offensive. Herman and Eddie are both getting bullied, so they start bullying their bullies. Uh
0: huh. Yeah.
3: Yep. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Season two, episode twenty: Grandpa's Lost Wife. The woman falsely claims that Grandpa <sighs> is her husband. She suddenly appears to try and scam the court system for money or something,
0: and this is the same tibbles one there two tibbles'es that wrote <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, there is another tibbles I can't remember his name um I'll look it up here in just a second. uh, we got season two episode twenty three Cyrano de Monster,
0: so, uh, yeah.
3: Uh, Herman writes poetry for the coworker who we mentioned earlier was previously bullying him, but now they're best friends. <laughs> See another,
0: and he's uh, yeah.
3: Yep, he's helping.
0: He uh, wrote both of those, and he couldn't even remember his own continuity. Yes. Look, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Like that's character development. It was off screen, but you know what? They made up yeah. somehow. I'd love a like an ep- episode of them becoming friends again, though. Mm. Uh, season two, episode twenty-five, prehistoric monster. Marilyn makes a sculpture of Herman's head, uh, and it baffles all her professors. Uh-huh. And then, uh, season two, episode thirty, Herman's sorority caper. Where Which Herman was gets okay. Ca- he, yep, it, Herman gets kidnapped by fun. frat bros. Yeah. Yep, and he gets like planted in a sorority, and
1: he just freaks out.
0: Yeah.
2: That one was I, good. I'm starting to see
1: best. why he moved on to music, though. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Those. Stone ponies or whatever they're called.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Hey, that one song is great. Church Fallen Rain, classic. And you know yes. what? Just concrete, for that,
1: Concrete Penguins.
3: Concrete Penguins, yes, yes. Whenever they reboot the Monsters again, they'll use that song as the intro, I think.
0: Probably, but they should. They should have mm-hmm. used it far more often. Yeah, I'll definitely. In, so. The past, I guess, I don't know. I don't know how they would have used it before it was written and performed, <laughs> but they should have done it.
3: If we can find a way to go to the past and, you know, yeah, trick meditate. They can do it.
0: So we a, got maybe last episode I'll do that, and then what'll happen is Tables will hear it.
3: Oh, and I'll inspire him.
0: I'll inspire him to write that song.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he'll pick up the drums and yeah, realize that that's what he wanted to do for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. I hope you do do that, Derek. Then that way I can hear that. <laughs> I song. hope
0: I do do it as well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh so we have some guest stars for this one we got dorothy green as marge kingsley and we've got uh, Mon- marge 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 uh, and monroe arnold as the movie director <laughs> like i just picked uh-huh. a couple out here um so dorothy green has 122 acting credits from 1953 to 1997. her most recurring credit was in a show called tammy where she was in seventeen of twenty-six episodes. It's about a country girl who moves back and forth between her country family and some rich family.
0: Hmm. Not
3: sure how that works, but whatever. Um, she was also in a movie called Help Me, I'm Possessed, which like is the side of that. Yes, yes, that's exactly why I picked it. Uh, it sounds amazing. Uh, which is about a mad scientist. He runs a sanitarium out in the desert somewhere. Um, of course he has a hunchback servant who whips. And change people up um and apparently it's common practice for them to chop limbs off of bodies so that they will fit into caskets which seems like a strange concept to me i don't know why you need to chop limbs off usually caskets are like you know person size but
0: i don't know usually yeah uh
3: i couldn't find a trailer for it but i could find the full movie several times on youtube so yes it's there for anyone so you, who's so you watch the whole thing uh I, I skimmed um i was really just trying to find anything about the chopping limb part because i was very like i wanted to see if they like could explain why they were doing this could not find a scene about that specifically well i did find a scene about chopping body parts off uh there's a guillotine in the movie um they trap a man inside it and they light like a candle under the rope that holds the blade up um so over time it's gonna snap and drop down on him so the head does get chopped off at some point, I think. Um, so I don't know. I don't think uh, they were doing that to make him fit into a casket, though. I think they were doing that to kill him.
1: I imagine the cutting the limbs off thing, it's an efficiency thing. Cause you, don't kind of, you don't have to keep making different sized caskets. You make one over and over again. You save <laughs> you save money. Mm. Um, yeah, um, my caskets
3: uh, in surplus.
1: Yeah. yeah, Save money on materials and production. You just have to chop the arms off and just toss them in on top of everything if you need to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all good money mean.
3: thing. It saves money. Yeah, It's more efficient.
0: Yeah, of course it is.
3: Actually, it actually makes much more sense. Maybe they explained that like in the first scene. It was just like a scene in the office. Where it's like, by the way, this is a common practice in our mortuary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we've Man, got. Tell Mon- me
0: a good way to chop the lips off. Well, <laughs> so
1: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. yeah it ain't easy being a mortuary's assistant that's for sure yeah
1: well boss you said we need to save 25 cents per <laughs> casket last year and <laughs> otherwise just, we'd be we'd go out of business and this is what i did for you
3: just imagine all the jokes you could tell they'll be like oh man i need a hand over here and you like hold the arm because you chopped <laughs> it off or like oh, break a leg and then you yeah you have the leg there oh that'd be so funny um Anyways, we got Monroe Arnold, who's got 24 acting credits on IMDb from 1961 to 1986. He's got mostly just lots of one-off TV show appearances, you know, like Bewitched, Get Smart, Hogan's Heroes. He was mm-hmm. also... The classics. Yep, classic, mo- or classic TV shows. He was also in a classic movie, Fitzwillie, which we've talked oh, about a few times. Oh my
0: gosh, he strikes mm-hmm. again.
3: Fitzwillie yeah. strikes again. Yes, exactly. He was also in a
1: movie called Alice's Restaurant. Alice um, is a restaurant. Is right. that what uh the, they then made a tv show called alice right uh or mel's uh, diner is that is that it's a, it's a is a take on that movie i think uh it? i
3: believe so from what i understood is that this movie is based off a song by mm. arlo arlo Gunthry, mm-hmm. or guthrie but <laughs> I, yeah. I thought you were going to say by Douglas
1: Tibbles. No.
3: <laughs> yes i wish um it also stars Arlo Guthrie in this movie. Guthrie. I yeah, keep saying Guthrie for some reason. It's Guthrie. Guthrie?
0: Yes. Guthrie? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, so yeah, he stars in that um, Arlo Guthrie. Guthrie.
0: Hmm.
3: Um, I was curious how like a, a film, you know, could be based off a song. It seems like a weird concept, but upon looking the song up, it is 18 minutes long.
1: <laughs> so, it
3: is. That's
1: a pilot episode right there.
3: people. <laughs> so, uh, I guess there is a lot of story to be told with this. Um, I'm going to give you the CliffsNotes version here. It's about a woman named Alice and her husband who live in what used to be a church. Uh, Arlo Guthrie. Guthr- God dang it. Guthrie is uh, he's there as well. And they're like friends and whatnot. Uh, the gang decides they're going to go take their garbage out. But the dump is closed because surprise, it is Thanksgiving. Um, they instead throw their garbage on the side of the road. Uh, the police find one of uh, Arlo's pieces of mail uh, with his name and address on it in that pile of garbage. So they know who to blame. He gets taken to jail. Uh, it's a huge ordeal, but Alice manages to bail him out. He ends up having to pay a $50 fine and he has to pick up the garbage in the snow. But apparently that's not the point of the story. Uh, it's really about the draft. So he ends gotcha. up getting drafted um, and a psychiatrist is there to evaluate him. Mm-hmm. He acts all crazy, you know, acting like he's a murder, mad person, whatever wants to kill everybody. Um, sure. But the psychiatrist likes that. Seems a great okay. quality. Um, the psychiatrist so goes,
0: enjoys that.
3: Yeah, he's like, yeah, you're the guy for us. Perfect. Um, all right. So uh, he goes through all the physical tests and whatnot, and poking him with needles, whatever. Uh, and the very last thing they do is ask him if he's got a criminal record. And the story mm. of the garbage littering comes up, and then he gets rejected because of that. They uh, say, we don't need a criminal scum litterer like you on our side, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yep. The song then continues for a while. Uh but basically, the point is, uh, like, if you get drafted, you should, like, sing part of the song, I guess, because they'll think you're crazy, and um, and they might think you're part of some sort of strange movement or cult. I don't know. I don't really know. The song was very long. Mm-hmm. There was lots of words, but um, they turned into a film, so maybe that's the best way to, to
0: consider. <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Had you guys heard of that song?
0: No. Oh.
1: No, but, I, I mean, I've heard of the movie, though. Um, you have? Oh. Yeah, I I want to say I may have seen it as part of um a college Punishment? film class. That's a oh. no.
3: Alice's Restaurant,
1: hmm. but I might be thinking of something different.
3: Okay, Alice in Wonderland, maybe. <laughs> Luckily, you know, we're gonna take it nice and slow going to the surface. I'll play the song on repeat a few times. It Should you know, take us maybe thirty, forty minutes at the pace we're going, so we can at least sneak it in a couple times at at, at the least. So, we'll go up at a very you know, uh, slow tempoed um, pace to get to the surface.
0: Now, Terry, did you say taking a very slow tempoed pace? Maybe one yes. that would take thirty six plus minutes to reach the top.
3: Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know me, Terry. I can't do anything that takes that long—thirty-six minutes. Shit. What? Oh. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I I cranked this up uh, my my internal clock up to eighteen hundred <laughs> beats per minute. Oh my god! Uh, and I used that to synchronize the my my swimming, my flapping of my feet <laughs> and my hands to swim. It goes that fast. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, if I hear it, it's 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 a lot like uh, uh, listening to the Prodigy or something like that. <laughs> the Firestar song um i think it's like okay. 1800 beats per minute uh that's why I stick in my head at least while i'm doing it that and i'll change between that and the star spangled banner just at, oh okay insane that makes sense beats per minute, right yeah but anyway i get using, through it
3: like five thousand times before you get to the surface
0: <laughs> i'm using each beat for a flap of my hands and a kick of my feet <laughs> uh and i was able to reach the surface almost Good in God. reverse time um, yeah, I think you like the Earth's rotation went backwards after, yeah, you did that. <laughs> yeah, but well, much like Superman did in yes. the first Superman movie. Mm-hmm. I, oh, my swimming, uh, unlike Aquaman's, was mm-hmm. so fast yeah. it reversed the spin of the Earth.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and now it's time for Skuma X. X. X so, X, we've X. got but a couple before you guys go,
0: oh. let's stay here because I've already made it up to Skuma X Dome from our Skuma X trip, uh, oh. and I got. Our, I got prime rib. Oh boy. Do I ever? Yes. Oh,
1: thank goodness.
0: Yeah. Well, don't say that yet, Keith, because what I've done, uh, uh, inspired by our Mm. Superman and, (laughs) and Aquaman talk that I knew we would have. I created device. I
3: don't remember talking about that.
0: That dehydrates, uh, and turns to dust. Any, anything that's pointed at like, uh, like, if I were to point at a bunch of world leaders, I could turn them into dust.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, But instead, what I did was I pointed at Prime Rib. And so we got a pile of uh Prime Rib powder, which I feel like we've done before, but this time yeah, it's different. I'm putting in capsules. Uh, oh, so, it's like a pill. Yeah, it's like a pill. Oh, time Monster release style. Time release, yeah. Now, if you remember the days, like way back in the days, Dexatrim was a... a, a, a a diet pill Mm -hmm. and the commercials would be like this little capsule and they'd watch people pull it open and like all the little things would fall out. Maybe that was like a painkiller. Oh my god. Hmm. Anyway, it was like an 80s commercial for pills, much like that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. uh, I have the capsules filled with little uh, uh, prime rib pellets. Mm. Um, Mm.
2: Yeah. So
0: I'd forgotten that I'd already turned Prime rib into powder, but I was like, you know, just like the Batman 66 movie when all the villains turn the world leaders into powder. Yep. And then they get mixed up and they get reconstituted and then they're speaking the wrong language and stuff. That's what I did here.
3: So, hmm. um, Okay. So it could be a, a
1: number of things inside this dust besides just well, prime rib. I
0: guarantee there's at least 10% prime rib.
1: What else okay. did you have? What else did you have around when you did this?
0: <laughs> well, I couldn't just. Pointed a prime rib to start, right? Yeah, you had to test it. You yeah. had to test it on stuff. So I tested dolphin. It on dolphin meat, right? Like
3: consensually, they wanted so, to test. I'm like yeah. here's the
0: thing: at first, I just went out to the edge of the island and I was watching for dolphins to jump out of the water, like they always do. I was just <laughs> oh. shooting them,
3: right? <laughs> well, but then, they wouldn't do that if they didn't want you to shoot them. Yeah.
0: Exactly, <laughs> But it was a windy day, and they turned into powder, and they blew away like, <laughs> like oh, God. <laughs> oh. So there's very little dolphin powder in these pills. That's nice. That's uh, 10%, 10% minimum prime rib. Uh, yeah. A bunch of like old newspapers. Um, huh. uh, <laughs> All edible,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, don't you, te- okay. I don't know if that's just seasoning. I don't know if you noticed a flavor,
0: I, like I was taking down the wood paneling from uh, the study in the Man Cove, and I didn't really, I didn't want to get one of those dumpsters, so I just powderized that. <laughs> it's in there as well. Okay. Uh, you know. Wow. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, it all get recycled. Th- there us, was a
0: a bunch, a bunch of Mormons on bicycles came over. Wait, up to the to the man Cove? Yeah, yeah. I saw him riding up the long drive by Mike. Ugh. We, we have, have that sign only...
1: out front at the beginning, of, at the at the opening gate that says, you know, no, you know, yeah, no lo- loitering and stuff. No loitering. Their no fault. No scenarios. Scenarios. Yeah.
0: They came get... up, and it's like, well, here's an opportunity. Um, No one's gonna miss ten Mormons. Um, <laughs>
2: oh God.
3: Well, mm-hmm. oh, so, I mean,
0: maybe their families and whatnot. But
1: so we have dolphin dust, some prime rib dust, some Mormon dust yeah. and uh you know yeah. look out, and and, Who knows? Yeah.
0: and you know, of of various things like I say that in like pictures of other things float by as I say it. Who knows? Oh. Raccoons, oh.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, just stuff. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of our yeah, like the scenery around the mancove is just yeah. gone now.
1: So it I'm feels
0: wondering. sparse, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I feel like I'm... you
3: kind of tested this machine on about yeah. everything you could see.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought it like a little bit of a Marie Kondo type thing going on, but okay.
0: <laughs> nope. Uh. Well. Yeah. No. That's what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Derek also
1: not... tested on on the book
0: on Marie Kondo. She was here. <laughs> yeah. She's like you have to minimize. Yeah. I'm like, nope. nope. Yeah. <laughs> dust.
1: Uh, Derek dusted the uh, the almanac and it just re- replenished itself again. And
0: yep.
3: It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, if there's any bit of almanac in this pill, I don't know if I can risk eating this. I just
1: I'm gonna <laughs> throw that out there. <laughs> Let less than three percent.
0: The best okay. part about this machine is every time you press the button to dust something, it does it plays that a sample from that Beastie Boys song. It's like I got dust and I got dusted. <laughs> 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 and that's all i do oh yeah oh that's um, kind of cool at least it's yeah. fun yeah yeah so that's always that's a good time i can okay. see
1: how you could get into a rhythm of like shooting a bunch of different things <laughs> yeah i can see that's fun yeah
0: just want to hear that little bit and then, then realizing
1: yeah. and then realizing like oh shit i was just only supposed to do primary oh well
0: yeah and then by that time you can't like separate it all no. it's just all no. oh well uh, that's
1: fine you sweep it all up into one big pile boom yeah i'll be honest i thought it was i I was like, me and Terry were coming up, and I, I leaned over to Terry. And go, he has some prime rib hot dogs today, isn't he? Uh,
0: no, no prime rib dogs today. Yeah, he
1: leaned over. I got the strong whiff of hot dog, and <laughs> I didn't burp. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't have constant hot dog breath. It's just when I burped. Good lord. Fair I... Enough.
0: There's something not right there, Keith. Um, Yeah, I'm not
1: saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's not like I constantly talk with a hot dog breath.
0: I'm I'm not saying it's right in any way. It is wrong. (laughs) It's always wrong. Yeah, there's no gray area associated. Yeah,
1: I agree.
3: We need to get the dust machine down and figure out what's going on with (laughs) Keith's breath.
0: No, I don't. don't, uh, Anyway, enjoy your dust pills
1: thank you i'm gonna take some for later too
0: <laughs> just fill the pocket do whatever you want to do yeah i don't care i'm gonna go uh, like
3: just yeah make a sandcastle out of it
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah
1: you know, yeah i'm putting it with my uh my little vitamin uh thing where monday tuesday wednesday you know like pill counter thing yeah mm. i'll throw one in for each day
0: yeah. one sunday monday happy day. Rib dust <laughs> tuesday <laughs> wednesday mormon dust
3: Throw it in some water, like lemonade.
0: Dolphin dust, it blew away on a windy day. I don't know, (laughs) sounds good. All dust for you. (laughs) Oh boy, we gotta do it. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah, season two, episode 31. Herman's lawsuit. We are so close. 31 means there's one more after this, plus the movies. Um. And don't nobody ever don't say what I know what you're all want, itching to say, uh, monsters uh-huh. today or whatever it is. No, nope. hmm. not there's
1: happening. more. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no nope. options. Yeah, there's that so- means there's seventy two episodes, right? <laughs> no,
0: nope. And this Keith that mentioned this, how bitch, came out April twenty first, nineteen sixty six. It was like the five hundredth day of nineteen sixty six or something. Uh, so when I sat crisscross applesauce on a distant planet and transported myself to this planet, to which I climbed up under a kitchen table and sat crisscross applesauce to travel backwards in time Mm -hmm. to the creation of this episode, because I can't watch it on streaming services or I refuse to watch DVDs, so this is the Mm -hmm. only way I know how to watch this episode. Yeah, the synopsis was long. I'm like, it is so many (laughs) words, so I trimmed it down to this. Herman obeys a traffic signal and is struck by a car. Yep, that's all you need, really. Yep. Peaks my interest. It gets a 7.7 on IMDb. Not highly rated, but it is highly rated, comparatively speaking.
1: In our (laughs) eyes, for sure, yeah. I want to say, like, 7.7 might be, like, the majority of what episodes get rated on IMDb.
0: It is not. I guarantee it. I bet you if we look through them all. We'll do that. That's an episode unto Mm. itself.
1: Yeah, Yeah. we'll make a full episode about that. Yeah. (laughs) it would be someplace, right? We can probably roll it into our um, uh, Ezra Stone recap episode.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) So this episode starts off with a stinger and -hmm. it's Stormy AF. Crazy storms and lightning in front of the Munster's house. No, we don't get a title card. We just get the stinger. And then from there, we into, or cut into Lily, she's stirring something in a bowl in front of the window in the kitchen, and it's stormy as fucking there too. Grandpa's not in the kitchen, but it's you know, we I mean
3: in the what world, do, yeah. In the world, it's it's yeah.
0: raining like crazy. Grandpa's reading the paper, and he's going through recipes on the table. Lily sent Herman to the store to get stuff or whatever the fuck she's doing. Uh, and she's watering it with a watering can. Or no, she's like, Yeah, it's a watering can, but it's got flour in it. I don't know, it's dumb. Uh, and he's uh, reading the names of recipes Caesar salad, beef stroganoff Napoleon brandy, Bloody Mary those were all former friends of the family (laughs) Lily is making a recipe from a friend of grandpa's what is it grandpa? He pulls down his paper and goes devil's food cake
1: (laughs) which is I think before in like earlier episodes it's been term that is his like favorite thing that she makes
0: yes we have used the devil's food we've gone to devil's food cake well Many times. This, I this do time.
1: like grandpa just
3: admitting that he's friends with the devil. though. Yes.
0: <laughs> Satan. Yes. Uh, well, anyway, Lily's like, oh, I'm so worried. I hmm. hope Herman gets back soon. But he insisted on walking because it's such a lovely day. I'm like, oh, OK, it's raining. And then the monsters, everything's opposite. Yeah. It's fade too. Hermit standing at the intersection of by a school crossing. Mm -hmm. It's sunny and super nice outside.
3: Right and sunny. I was yeah. I got so much whiplash. I was like, what? Yes. (laughs) There's no way they could forget that it was supposed to be rainy, right?
1: (laughs) Well, but I think we've also it's been also established that like that weather pattern like is just like the monsters and like to to the end of the block or to the neighbor's
3: yard. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's true.
1: If this was a really well written show, then like. Herman would like be standing there and be like, "Oh man, I thought this was supposed to be a much better day." Or it started out a better day when I left the house or something like that. Maybe commented we, on it. Yeah. yeah, would have made some kind of comment. Instead he's sitting there trying to figure out how to use a crosswalk.
0: Maybe Keith, it's such a well-written show that oh. the subtleties will blow your mind because the curb and the gutter are very wet. There's standing there's standing mm. water on the street. So Oh true, that's
3: raised. right, yeah. There's a huge puddle, huge yep. puddle,
0: huge puddle. Herman's standing there. He's got a bag of groceries waiting across the street. Uh, the blinking traffic signals say walk, don't walk. They're blinking. They're contradicting one another. Herman gets out in the intersection. He's like, I don't know what to do. It's like, let's make get something going or like get some action going or something like that. I can't remember what he says. There's a honk of a horn. A car hits Herman, but Herman's standing in a way where you could see what the opposite the traffic light is and it's green going in the opposite direction so Herman was in the right of way this car hits him in the crosswalk which is always the fault of the driver just about yep uh the car basically explodes Uh, yes
1: it's a very good edit too because it's like immediately like they as he's getting hit like the thing perfectly explodes yes like it it's it's a very nice seamless little cut. Cause it doesn't even look like it's a Herman standing or anything, or like, yep. uh, and you know, just some dummy that they put there or something like that. It's, it's nicely put together. And that thing, just everything, just, I rewound it to look at it. Cause I was like, I think everything just perfectly like sprung off of it at the same time.
0: Yep. Fenders go flying smoke all of a sudden. And Herman goes, now look what I've done. Oh, th- the woman is like, She's there's a woman driving the car, yep. The Car exploded, you can see her. She's like, Uh, uh, Herman says, Now look what I've done. And then Herman fades right into an extremely deep, water filled pothole area. Yes, next to the, like, like see, he fades in such a way his hair starts to fall off.
3: Yeah, that mm-hmm. blew my yeah. mind. You can like see the hole in his head.
0: Yes, and the his... hair. Lifts off of his flat skull.
3: Ugh, it was like a gen- that was a disturbing like break of the for- like the like yes. the veil, you know. I was like, yeah. no, I don't like seeing her- the hole in Herman's head. I don't like I seeing that.
0: Cannot suspend my disbelief any longer.
3: Mm-hmm. Woman gets out Herman of the car. not real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Sambo. <laughs> her- yes. Woman gets out of the car. She walks over. She sees Herman. She goes, "Oh dear, I'm going to read a joke that's been used as recently as last week." I've disfigured him for life. Maybe yep. it was two weeks ago.
3: You it was poured, recent. use it all the time.
0: Air. I'll go get an ambulance. She runs off just as Herman wakes up and he sits up. His hair sits back down on his head mm. and she's gone. He assumes she went to go get the police. Mm-hmm. So Herman stands up and he's miraculously dry. And he says he's going to go home and phone his insurance company like any good citizen would do. He blames the stoplight. This is all your fault. So he rips it out of the ground and throws it into someone's yard.
3: Yes, he just throws it into the bushes of someone's <laughs> yard. Yeah, I'd be I, so and... mad if I just came out and there's a stoplight <laughs> there.
0: Like, oh, God, I can't move that on my own. I'm not some giant monstrous Frankenstein creature.
1: I know so he. So when he he pulls it up out of the ground and and all the like the cords and all rip, but then when like it goes to show it fall into that yard, uh huh. You can you can see the base that the thing is on. Yes. Yeah, you know, when it pops up there.
0: Yep. yep. We get the banger return from the banger.
3: Yep. Just just kept looking at that beautiful little smiley face at the top of the mustard house.
0: I don't even know what you're talking about. I was looking for the lamp. Uh, I was distracted by dust. Banger return <laughs> from the banger. There's a sad trombone. It's like blah, 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 blah. Herman hasn't even eaten his dinner. He's so worried about that accident. And Lily would let him call the insurance, which
3: is. That's Julia. weird. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Herman feels he's guilty on four counts. He's like, I was guilty of being in there, destroying the car, something else. I don't know. Indecent exposure. I can't <laughs> remember what he says. <laughs> 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 and he's like, cheer up. We got some neat cake. And he, Herman's like, okay. <laughs> mm. yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, he's quickly calmed down by the fact that we have some cake going on.
0: Grandpa gets to cut it first to see how it turned out. Well, this devil's food cake looks just like a frosted chocolate cake with a sparkler stick mm-hmm. in it. The yep. Sparkler is going off. So grandpa cuts it.
1: Eddie the is best, licking his lips.
0: Eddie is licking his lips. That's the best part of this. Eddie's like, oh, my God, I want that cake. I want it right now. It looks so good. It's just a piece of cake with a sparkler in it. Um, I guess that's what makes it devil's food.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it is, hell or burning, is hasn't? full of sparklers. Oh, yeah. Satan loves sparklers. Love,
0: he loves legal fireworks. Yes. Fireworks are legal yeah. in every state. He mm-hmm. He's got those little snap pops. He's got the little uh, little smoke bombs. He's got the things you light on fire and they, they turn into what looks like poop.
3: Oh, the snake? Yeah, yeah he loves yeah. the snake. He, he loves I, I keep telling him, just stop. You, those things are gross. They just make a mess. Stop. But say you yeah. can't talk about yeah. it. He
1: loves those uh, so they, much. Oh, they He's got those little like, champagne... Those little champagne bottles, that you pull the string. The, 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 the yeah.
0: crackers, yeah. He's got all those things.
1: Mm-hmm. I tried to bring a
3: bottle of rocket once, and he he got mad. He kicked me. Uh, out. Oh yeah, he's like, no. Like,
0: we can't. There's so there's so much dry grass mm-hmm. in hell. Oh, if, you, yeah. if you set off a firework, you might start a fire. <laughs> gotta be responsible.
3: True. In hell. It's very dry in hell. Very dry.
0: Mm-hmm. So. We fade to from there. <laughs> Herman's driver's <laughs> license. He's seven foot six, 380 pounds. Huh. Like a big man.
3: Yeah, that's a big man. Wilbur,
0: the husband of the woman who hit Herman, is reading it. She found his wall at the scene. He must have got deranged or run off. The light post was ripped out of the ground. They're worried Herman is going to sue and he'll get 20 grand just for what his face looks like. The jury's to be like, oh, he's dist- his life is destroyed. Here's 20 grand. Wilbur is going to have their lawyer, Ted Thatcher. They say these names like they mean something. Uh, head yeah. this off at the past and go talk to that monster. Get taken care of. Her. Give monster 10K so he won't sue. He can't be any more stubborn than Wilbur's wife, who I don't know if we ever get her name.
3: Uh, uh We do. We, well, well, she has a name in the credits. I don't uh, know if it's ever
0: been Marge said.
3: Kingsley.
0: Maybe Marge was said once, but I don't
2: remember.
3: <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, no, he. I think when uh it is because the lawyer said we got in the clip when he the lawyer he's reading the letter Marge Kingsley oh, yeah from the state of Marge Kingsley yeah
0: mm, you're right yep well That'd she's worried that he won't take the money but uh old Wilbur says he can't be more stubborn than your mother and it only cost us eight grand to get her to move to Alaska
1: <laughs> I laugh at that one
0: I'm like eight grand I'll move to Alaska for eight grand yeah, yeah.
1: heck
3: you give me eight grand I'll move just about anywhere
0: <laughs> yep fade to the clock and the bird pops out and says oh uh
1: 11 a.m mail time
0: he did not say that he said mails here uh apparently hold on
1: hold on hold on hold on on. oh no oh no no he said 11 a.m mail time
0: no he says 11 a.m mails here
1: all right mails here jeez 11 a.m mails here
0: yeah uh Apparently, the bird collects the mail, too. Silly bird, when is he going to stop picking the mailman's bag? And the bird comes out and says,
1: Nevermore, nevermore.
0: Says it twice, you're right. Then we get mm-hmm. our opening clip where Herman reads the thing. And I'm going to have to admit, it's not very clear what the intent is.
3: Yes, it's very obscured. Letter.
0: For a lawyer, it seems very open-ended.
3: Yep, mm-hmm.
1: I agree.
0: So it sounds like they're asking for 10 grand or yes, they
1: be or they could be giving it's a very uh it's very good with the legalese where like you're you're never sure
0: but it, it does sound like it's on. asking for $10,000. Yep,
1: yep. Herman
3: but something 10, amazing happens during this. The bird flies out of the coop and yes, lands on Herman's shoulder.
0: Lands on Herman's shoulder. And that's that's when he says 10 that. thou. Wow, or wow or mm-hmm. whatever he says.
3: Wow, 10 thou. This yeah. is a see, Derek. You your predictions are starting to come true. This is a huge character development for the bird.
0: <laughs> I know. It, it came out of the clock. Yeah, the bird actually came out of the clock. It's not once before, but usually to run away. This one's actually. This bird is getting all sorts of activity in this episode. Yes. Yeah.
3: This this bird might be one of the best actors in the Monster Show.
0: Uh, easily.
1: I mean, he really wanted to know what Herman was about to read. They had to get like sit and over there to get and get check it there, out.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Herman's pounding his head in the wall because he assumes he wants the woman wants ten thousand, So he can find it. If he had a gun, he'd shoot. If I had a gun, I'd shoot myself. I'm like, Oh Ooh. my God. Yeah. Then the bird oh. pops out with a pistol. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the bird's like, all right, here you go. <laughs> the bird drops the pistol. It goes oh. off. Lily and Herman duck. Then Herman beats his chest and roars like spot. The bird pops out and says,
1: Oh, yeah, he gives him raspberry.
0: The bird <laughs> raspberries. Yeah. You
3: know, you know, that was a really funny. Like that's such a sh- dark joke, but like, yes. I'll shoot myself, and then the bird's like, "All right,
0: here, like, here it. you yeah. go. Here's a full size revolver. I <laughs> <Yeah. have> here. <laughs> Watch that bird loaded. That. loaded yeah. Yes,
1: <laughs> yeah, See, like." Is he the, the defense mechanism? Is he has not shot any intruder so far. Like what is he doing <laughs> with that thing? I mean, he normally just pops out to say what time it is or some little smile comment or run away. Now we've learned that he's stealing mail. Uh they knock on his the front door of the of the cuckoo clock when they need him every now and then. He'll come and chill with you while you're uh checking out the mail and he's you know, he's packing. Oh
0: yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. this is
3: like the moment where i was like i'm sad that the monsters is ending
1: because i want more of this bird
0: <laughs> it's shooting people
3: yes I, we could get a spinoff maybe i guess uh-huh. it, it almost
1: made me feel like they knew like they were you know only one more episode left so they're like all right well we got to give we got to give mel some quality time here as the bird maybe. it almost made me sad like the opposite like they were just like but getting more
3: ambitious there's like yeah let's we're on our best run here we go let's go all out with the bird yeah, everybody's
1: going to love the, you know, and then it turns out this is the second to last episode. Bird was going
0: to have his own show yeah. after this, too. Mm-hmm. Every, every,
1: everyone was like, man, they're going to love it. Herman's going to threaten to shoot himself, and then the bird's going to shoot him anyway. Yep. Ah, yeah, fade, great character development. Loved it.
0: Fade to Mrs. Wilbur. Um, she's worried because the monsters haven't taken the money yet. It's been three days. What the fuck? Mr. Wilbur says he's going to send Thatcher over there to talk to the monsters personally. She goes, Mrs. Wilbur says, well, do you think he can do it? And Mr. Wilber s- says something to the he settled long shorts, misdrags, dispossessed, widows, and orphans, and appeared before a Senate investigating committee. Nothing can scare this dude, especially hmm. a plain, average family like the Munsters. Oh, yeah. And I uh, mean,
1: to be honest, the way the mail normally works around that place, three days is a long time. It is
0: a very long time. We just put a we just put a letter in the mailbox. How come there isn't a response? Yeah. Fade two, Lily stirring a pot again. I don't know if you guys noticed Lily's stirring technique, but she doesn't necessarily move the spoon. She just moves the handle of the spoon. You so that?
3: the spoon's like in the same spot she's rotating yes, the handle she's around.
0: Just twisting the handle around. The mm. actual spoon part is like centered in the bottom of the pan or something. It doesn't even move. Anyway. Wow. She's jostling a pot of something with a spoon. Eddie's polishing spots. I wrote tail because he did. I don't think he was polishing spots. Wing, wing.
1: (laughs) That's good. I don't think so either. Yeah, let's hope not.
0: And then Eddie is like, well, it's Saturday. Why did pop go to work? Well, as you know, your father is important or whatever. He had to go talk to a builder about adding a new wing onto the funeral parlor, to which I wrote. Okay
3: it's uh, yes. random three knocks like, gotta knock. get rid of herman that's exactly yes. they just had to come that's up with an the excuse only thing. herman mm-hmm.
0: cannot be here knock 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 i think there's someone at the door <clears throat> lily sends eddie and this i wrote now we get the classic getting into the pool of the shallow and the introduction to the musters yep. but i don't know it kind of happens
3: no maryland though he's usually maryland's no, no, no. the front yeah. line.
0: Eddie answers the door, Thatcher's there, and he muscles his way in. You know, he just barges him before he even says, come in.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's, then, he's, he's he's confident.
0: Yes. Come on in. And he goes, thank you, little boy, I think. <laughs> he explains himself and investigating the accident. Oh, it's like Harvard Mustard's Mutt's my pop. He asks if Eddie is dressed for a school play. He's like, heck no, this is my regular suit. It's the only one I've got. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Which makes sense. I'm glad <laughs> they explain sense. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: Eddie drags him in. Thatcher looks a bit out of, looks a bit put out by the monster's house. He's coming. He's like, Ugh. uh, "Eddie has Thatcher sit on the sofa. The sofa collapses. Oh, sorry, that happens all the time." Eddie runs off to get Lily. Thatcher gets up and sees the organ. He walks over, presses a few keys. Shit flies out over the place. Lily comes in. Oh, hello, Mister Thatcher. Pardon my appearance. I'm making dinner. We're having curried lizard casserole, and you know what a mess that can be. You're
1: forced to. You're forced. Yeah, to you're forced lizard? to
0: eat lizard. It's like, well, it's either that or pickled frog seared. But my husband mm. insisted on lizard.
3: Which one would you guys rather have?
0: I like the idea of the curry.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm curious about pickled frog ears
1: because I feel like it just tastes like anything that's pickled. Just got a like...
0: huge fan of pickled. The idea of pickled meat.
1: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, all, all these pickled fair. things I like are pickles, and I think that's about it. I'm not down yeah. for the rest of it. Fair enough. Yeah. Pickle fro- and, uh,
3: frogs have ears, I guess. Do they? Probably.
0: Yeah. I don't, they have to hear somehow.
1: Do they? <laughs> yeah, they I don't mean, really they have to, have to, right? I, I don't know. Do frogs if, they want, hear? if they want to listen to this episode, yes. Me...
0: Another oh, cool God. fact about frogs and toads is that they have ears. Whoa! Okay. They okay. don't have lobes like us, no. but instead have external eardrums called Tympan- tympanum the tympanum uh, is a ring of thin skin that oh. can pick up vibrations is important for them to hear because they call oh. to each other oh
2: right? i
3: guess uh, that makes
0: it so, because yeah, they make, so, they so, make the so croaking they coke, right you're right but, like a tympanum right. isn't that like the
1: that's the same thing on humans just it's inside the ear yeah
0: but like isn't there uh like a percussionist drum? the tympani yeah yeah
3: that thing's awesome yeah i like that thing tympani. well now i know so yeah you would have to cut off that fleshy bit and pickle it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think,
1: once they, again, for, I think they made a weird choice in what they were pickling for that. So
0: once again, they have a, a to like a vague understanding of the world. Like, yes. oh, frogs. Do frogs have ears? I'm sure they do. I've it's seen
1: not ways. their fault they couldn't go to the Google.
0: Yes.
3: Can you just imagine a frog with like huge human, human ears? ears? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would love I think frogs would look way better with those. Ah. Hmm. <laughs>
0: And if they were like flesh colored as opposed yeah, to like, like
1: human green. flesh colored. Yeah, like oh. a,
0: all the colors of the human flesh rainbow just yeah, stuck on a frog, a not man. I think it'd look awesome.
3: I think we could maybe if we do some like, you know, uh engineering and you know genetics, we could probably make that happen. So. Especially like the tree frog with those big
0: eyes too. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, this is like a Jurassic Park. Game. It's like Just like a normal sized frog with this human sized ears. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> Never once uh, asked uh, if we should. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, break out oh, and Andrew kill us all. Away. Yep. Now Lily comes in. Oh, and then uh, Thatchers like, well, you know, I'm here about this investigation about the car, and Lily's, oh, she's like buttering him up or whatever. Is Herman home? It's like no, he's down getting an estimate at the mortuary. Ah, no, oh, estimate the mortuary. Yes, it's best to be prepared for any eventuality, which didn't make sense. She just said, "Yeah, he works there, and uh, you know, they're going to put on a wing, so he's got to talk to the builder."
3: Yeah, she puts in very vague terms, much like the lawyer contract.
0: Much like the lawyer, yes. Grandpa walks in with a shitting grin, and he's carrying a <laughs> grocery bag. And this is my father, and Thatcher looks at him is like, whoa. He asks if he and Herman had a chance to discuss the letter. He's like, oh, yes. What do you think about the settlement? Not a chance, Buster. But he's smiling with a big <laughs> grin on his face.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I it's like strange that. Strange
3: reaction. Yeah, it's funny.
0: He's very polite. Uh, Lily well, says that much money is out of the question. Now, if you excuse him, Grandpa's going to the basement with a bag of moldy bread to whip up a batch of penicillin. So makes, weird. Okay, he, he <laughs> yeah. makes his own penicillin. Well, you never know when someone is going to come down with a sore throat. Okay, okay. Gets, he's like, I need to use the phone. Lily goes, All right. Or, or He goes, I found out everything I need to know. I need to use the phone. Lily's like, Okay, come this way. I come over there. The phone. You know, the coffee comes out of the wall. The phone comes out. It's like there's the phone. Now, if you could let yourself out, I got shit to do. My guy lizard casserole. God damn it. Very trusting of the stature folk fellow. Thatcher calls Wilbur. He's like, yo, it's Ted. This house looks like a Tobacco Road. You should see this family. Thinks the monsters are poor, like dirt poor. Kid has one suit. All they can eat is lizard. They make their own penicillin. The monster's so sure he's going to die, he's getting an estimate at the mortuary, and he has his coffin picked out in the hallway. Oh man, we're gonna have to bump this up. They're gonna get a hundred thousand dollars from a jury, no problem. So they better double the original offer to twenty K. And then the uh, coffin starts to close. And yeah.
1: I found that very in, weird,
0: which I thought was awesome. Like, oh, that's the rest of the episode. He's trapped in the wall.
1: <laughs> it just focuses
3: on him for the rest of the time. Him yeah. trying to Escape. Yeah.
0: I'm like, oh, the rest of this episode is <clears throat> like they think the monsters killed Thatcher or something like that. Yes. You know?
3: Yes. So I would our- love that. They should our... make a if we if we need like those yeah like the monsters like side stories about the characters yeah like this would be great like a one take he's trapped in one little room and it's a, like mm-hmm. a one person monologue of him trying to escape
0: <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's just in there talking It's with the phone they could call somebody but he doesn't
3: true I didn't think about that easy escape plan well wow. we get a commercial. no phone book
0: no no phone book and it's mm-hmm. dark how you get and probably limited oxygen too probably pass out oh yeah we get our first commercial break we come back from the commercial break. I actually enjoyed the first half of this episode. Like, well, that's Not weird. bad. Pretty, Not pretty bad. We've seen a
3: lot of it before, but like it's kind of been still entertaining and fun.
0: Yeah. We get a commercial break. We come back. Fade two. Grandpa finds Marilyn setting up dinner in the kitchen. There you are. But where is everyone else? Well, Lily saw the telegram and freaked out. And that lawyer, the 10 th- 10K is off the table. Now it's 20K. And she's like, oh, we can't afford that. So Lily went to uh, Mrs. Wilbur's house to beg for mercy. Herman saw the letter, and the green rushed out of his face, and he ran upstairs to hide in his closet. Grandpa's like, problems, problems, problems. In the old country, all we had to do was worry about who to bite on for three square meals a day. Great. Flip two, Lily talking to Mrs. Wilbur. There's clearly been a misunderstanding. We are trying to pay you. Oh, that's a relief. Lily agrees to a settlement. Mm -hmm. And she goes, I'll take a buck 75 to get Herman's suit cleaned. He goes, deal. She pulls out a buck 75 and gives it to her fate.
1: I'm annoyed by that.
0: Me too.
1: Herman did get hit by
3: a car. He probably should get something out of this. Yes.
1: But I mean, they're always like there's a well established thing in season one about like this, like $5,000 that they're almost getting for every little thing you've already seen that they offered you 10,000 and they bumped it up to 20. And now that you understand that they're trying to pay you and not the other way around, why would you settle for dollar seventy five? You should have been like, oh, well, yeah, if you're going to pay us, then yeah, it's like bump it up some more. Like yeah. we actually have some real problems going on.
0: Pump, 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 pump it up. Uh, fade two. Lily and Grandpa going to tell Herman the good news. And you would think Grandpa would be like, "What the fuck were you thinking?" But yes. he's even all grins. They get to the bedroom door; it's locked. No worries. Grandpa will use his finger like a key to unlock it. Great. Uh, hmm. Yeah. They go in, and Herman's gone. And there's a rope of tied together bed sheets hanging over the balcony. Oh no, he's run away. And there's a note tied to the bottom of the sheets. Goodbye, forever. <laughs> I can never raise twenty thousand, so I'm doing the noble thing and running away like a rotten coward. Yes. <laughs> if someday my miserable bones are washed up on a desert island, do not bother to claim them as they <laughs> will not be worth the parcel post charges. Signed Herman Munster Rat Fink.
1: <laughs> he really covered all his bases with that he one. He did. Yes. Yeah.
0: Lily is very distraught. What's up, Keith?
1: I it just it's one of these it's again now this is the issue where like how dumb is Herman? That like he he got hit by a car and yet he fully thinks it's all his fault to the point where he's willing to run away. Yes. I also find it weird they put the note at the end of the rope, I guess. I don't I don't know either. That was that was just a was on for the bed. Me.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: on the bed, on the door, anywhere, like you know, maybe the note
0: and he so he just stuck it to the bottom oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's just really, really, you know, shitty to himself in this letter, and it's like it's not your fault here, buddy. Like You didn't do anything wrong.
0: So do you want to know my theory on the, the different writers? I think yes. Tibbles wrote the first half up to the break. And I okay. think Dude and Dude wrote the second half only because of what's about to happen.
3: There I, is a very like big shift, yes. Yeah.
0: I, th- I think they had leftover material and so they get a writing credit for what's about to transpire. I
3: see. I think that That makes a lot of sense.
0: So, Lily's distraught. Where, oh, where can my poopsie be? Fade to one ads. All sorts of jobs. Yep. Men wanted ads. Steel mill. Heavy work, but good pay. Must be tough, rugged, and healthy. Fade to a steel mill on the river. Stock footage. Fade to Herman at the mill looking for work. The foreman's like, "Ooh, you look rugged enough. Can you lift a steel ingot? They weigh three hundred pounds, which Jeez, it seems like an a unreasonable requirement. Yeah. And then Herman goes, "I can lift them all." And the guy goes, "Does doesn't say shut the say shut the fuck up and get off out of my face. You are a liar." Yeah. He watches Herman walk over, lift a pallet of steel ingots off of a forklift, and hold them. And the guy goes, "That's amazing." He doesn't say. He doesn't say anything or react in a way in which would make you think that he is amazed by the fact that Herman is holding a couple tons of steel.
1: Holy shit, dude. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anything. However, he will then react uh, crazily to him right after.
0: He goes, well, now put him down. So Herman drops the pallet. And just like that, the pallet drops through a trap door that's visible on the platform they was standing. Uh, it didn't crash. Like I don't know if you saw it, but it was a, literally a a trap door opened up. Yeah, uh, the foreman is upset. He's like, "What the shit are you doing, you son <laughs> of a bitch? You ruined my steel ingots that weighed three hundred pounds. They didn't ruin anything, right? They no. just fell. They crashed through. They're the-
1: big, solid. He could pick them all up for you real quick too.
0: Yeah, he could pick up the mess. Foreman is upset. He chases Herman off.
3: This is a huge mistake. You hire this man just because yes! he made that one mistake. Yeah. He could save you so much time. He could carry these all by himself. You know, he will you need clean to, it up immediately.
0: No one needs to be forklift certified. You just have this guy run around. He'd toss them to himself, probably.
3: Yeah, exactly. He'd probably juggle them all the way to the factory. Yeah. I don't know.
0: He'd, I, you know, he'd be like Bugs Bunny. He like, takes one and he throws it in the air like a football, and he runs under and catches it.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be amazing, yeah. I need an episode of Herman working in the steel in warehouse, yeah.
0: Yep. Fade to another one ad. Get into show business. Be a star overnight. Romance. Glamour. No experience necessary. Fade to the carnival. Fade <laughs> to a carnival game. Throw three balls. Hit the clown. Herma's face is through a cutout on a picture of a clown and people are going to throw shit at him.
3: This no. is amazing imagery. I love seeing Herman's face in this clown He's thing. got a big so grin weird. on
0: Mm-hmm. Get the clown, win a prize. Dude walks up. Oh, I see you got yourself a new clown. So that means this dude's a regular. He goes to the carnival yeah. <laughs> all the time.
1: Yeah, and or or he he works there, and they bring him through to like test things out a bit. Maybe I, that was my other thought. But yeah, he's uh, a ringer. That,
0: that's yeah, that, that's putting a lot of stuff into that. I just think he's he goes to the carnival constantly. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's the he's uh got a new clown and this one's the craziest looking one yet. It's like, yeah, I heard him on the spot because of all that makeup. Then the guy running the clown booth gives the regular guy three balls and says, give it to him, good. <laughs> I'm like, okay. he has got this like,
3: dumb grin on his face. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny, the, his look. He's so Terrific happy, it seems like. Face.
0: Yeah. He's like, oh, someone's gonna interact with me. And this guy's got baseballs. <laughs> and he steps up and he's about five or six feet away from Herman. <laughs> yes. He winds up and throws a ball at Herman as hard as he can, hits him, Herman smiles. He's like, eh. The dude <laughs> fires ball at him bounces off Herman's head and then comes back and breaks a face, which I guess is one of the prizes. There's like... a <laughs> face like,
1: is a prize, yeah. yeah. It's all teddy bears except for one face. And then a vase, vase. Yep. yeah.
0: And he throws another one and a chase, pew! And a hit for of Herman and knocks uh, the clown booth operator right in the face <laughs> and he falls down. Uh, the guy doesn't stop. He's like, "Well, I got three balls." I no, throw
1: three. <laughs> <Yeah>. Why <laughs> would you stop at this point? Be like, "Oh shit, my buddy just got hit in the face." Yes,
3: <laughs> yeah. that's a very good. I did not think of it at the time, but yeah, he should have stopped him and like, "Oh my
0: god, are you okay?" Like, yeah, I think he's dead. The third one bounces back and knocks him, the thrower, right in the face. Herman it falls down. Herman is distraught, so he rips through the clown canvas backdrop. <laughs> he stands there. He's like, "Uh," and then he runs off.
1: It's just a like, I understand it's because it's Herman. There's, so, is this a game that may have actually existed?
0: Dude, oh, you yeah. Balls sure at a person's so face. You,
1: yeah. Throw balls at, yeah. And see if you can either hit them in the face or like in the gut or whatever. Like, a, it seems like really crazy.
0: So at the Renaissance fair, <laughs> there is a, a thing that we love to sit there and watch. Mm. And you throw tomatoes at a dude. And he's, I don't know, he's about 20 feet away, but he insults you the whole time. Right. Oh, that's fun. You 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 spend your ten bucks, you get like ten tomatoes, and he'll just sit there and just rip on you. Uh, yeah. And people, it's so funny because it, it's not that far of a throw. And I watch these people, and they're like, oh, "I'm gonna get this guy right in the face. I'm gonna throw it so hard, it's gonna it's, it's gonna explode." And I don't know if I've ever seen the guy get it once. <laughs> Everyone gets up there, throws so hard, and there's some throws they don't even like. They go right into the dirt. Like some, you know, when you try to throw something really hard, you mm-hmm, just throw yeah. it straight into the ground. Yep. These people are trying to like th- hit this guy, and he's just making fun of everything. Oh. Like, and that's that's the whole thing. If you spend your ten bucks, you have to have thick skin. Like you can't get upset, and they mm-hmm. even tell you like that's the game. You're going to get made fun of, and it's not. It's it's rude, but it's not crude. It's always yeah. like, you can find somebody's hair, somebody's weight, somebody's age. You know how you like, throw,
1: how you throw like
0: all this stuff. Like, do you look kind of like someone from an '80s or '90s TV show? Because that's his reference, even though he works <laughs> for the Renaissance <laughs> Fair.
2: Yeah, how
3: would he know that that exists? Yeah, he's gesture he, of some sort
0: makes fun of you. Like, oh, look here comes Steve Urkel, right? Yeah. <laughs> So they do this.
1: Well, because he's sitting crisscross applesauce on another planet.
0: <laughs> yes, It comes
1: down, which is why he doesn't get care if He gets hit with the thing. Cause he's not really there.
0: Yes. Uh, but so that's a thing. So that's I'm amazing. guarantee throwing baseballs at a clown was probably a thing.
3: <laughs> yeah. That, I would just, love this. An episode of that too, of Herman, like, you know, but he's like very polite and nice to everyone as they're like trying to hit him. Yes. I would love
0: that. Which is kind of what happened here. The guy was, literally like an arm's length away. (laughs) He reached his hand out and Herman Ah. was not behind the canvas and he reached his arm like a touch fingers, like the birth of man style. Fade to Grandpa and Lily looking into Grandpa's crystal ball, doing something that could probably be done once an episode, but would be cheating. However, here we're running out of time and uh, we need to wrap this up. So they're looking into the crystal ball and that's when we get the next clip.
1: we've got to locate Herman. What's wrong with that crystal ball, anyway? I don't know. All I keep picking up are the reruns of Molly Goldberg from Tel Aviv.
2: (laughs) Just the fine-tuning or something. (laughs) Ah, Look! Look! It's Herman! It's Herman! Look! There he is! Look, Grandpa! He's gone and joined the foreign legion.
1: <laughs> we'll track Herman down with my super heterodyne and transistorized finding oh, rod.
2: <laughs> but Grandpa, he, Herman could be anywhere in this world.
1: Little, please. Uh, wait till I adjust the direction finder. There. D- did you set it at foreign legion? No, I set it for my head. That should lead us to my stupid
0: son-in-law like a guided missile.
1: <laughs> Breaking out the old... Uh... Divining rod again.
0: The divining rod. Did you notice that there was a setting on there that said Foreign Legion? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. It's right?
3: funny that like, why would Grandpa need to know where the Foreign Legion is at all yes. times?
1: Makes me want to. Uh, makes me kind of want to. I'm, I won't, but it makes me want to go back to the last time they used it and see was Foreign Legion on that thing before as well. Oh, when yeah, uh, when no. they go use it because girls was still on there and diamonds was on there. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then uh and Knothead was probably on there too, so I, I think yeah. they're probably
0: but so we say this often. Why don't mm-hmm. they just use the crystal ball to look <laughs> And they actually did it this time.
3: Yeah. So, well yeah. there you go. We can stop complaining about it, yeah. It's We get this, yeah. And I mean, they didn't see much else besides that clip. They'd watch maybe slightly longer, they'd probably realize what was going on. But
0: yes, they just see Herman joining the foreign legion. Great, Mm -hmm. and the clip fade to Eddie at the breakfast table talking to Marilyn. Lily and Grandpa have apparently been gone for two days trying to track down Herman. Marilyn assures Eddie that Herman is as safe as if he were at his own home. Flip to Herman is about to be executed via firing squad. <laughs> this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is pretty good. Herman's being declared a traitor to the French foreign legion <laughs> and cowardice under fire, so he's sentenced to death by gunfire from his former comrades.
1: This is like, amazing. I'm like, wow, that was quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah, messed like, this up quick enough to have this happen so fast.
0: Herman's We're going to kill
3: him. I want to know, like, yeah, I was like, what did he do? Like, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Harman's being blindfolded. Harman is offered a last cigarette. And in classic Fred Gwynn style, he says, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he accepts it only if it has a micronite carbon filter. And that got laughs. People mm-hmm. laughed at that. So Don't, don't know what that means. Back then. No. Yeah, I think they were unfiltered cigarettes back in the day. And then the, like, the micronite carbon filter on the cigarettes was probably new. Mm. And because you could have cigarette commercials back then, it was probably something that was mentioned all the time in the cigarette commercial. Ah, makes sense. Herman is about to be shot by his four brothers in arms when Lily comes running and stop She throws herself in front of Herman. Shoot if you must, this square green head, but you'll have to shoot me first. She said. She says that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said. Then Grandpa comes running in and he's beating the <laughs> he's beating the guys off with guns with his hunting rifle. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay yeah he does do that yeah,
0: yep. yeah he yeah. comes in he's like get out of here you fools i got a big stick and he's yep. beating them starts
1: beating yeah yep. Yep. i think he, he says he's like get out of here with your like goodwill or salvation army uh yeah i don't know stuff.
0: well it turns out uh they're filming a movie and yes. the director stands up and yells cut he's very upset and he's who is this moth eaten old corpse <laughs> and tails <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll let you have you know that that moth-eaten old corpse is my father, and this is my husband. Well, he's off the picture. I'm like, oh, Dang. really? Ruin Herman's big Hollywood career?
3: Yeah, it seemed like he had a pretty big role. Oh. If he's getting a scene like this,
0: and then I had to start thinking about. It. I'm like, okay, the last ad that he read was getting uh, stardom and being in showbiz, but that was getting that was the clown gig. Yeah, so I found this one along the way.
3: It's a much better gig.
2: Yeah.
1: Also. Like the divining rod, they didn't go to wherever the foreign legion normally would be in like nope. a desert. It just took them over to Hollywood, you, and and a back lot someplace. You think they would have yeah. figured out this yes. wasn't really happening? They would have noticed it was a movie set like immediately, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: they should have because you see, it's clearly a a set. Yeah, there's like <laughs> yeah.
3: cameras, like just soft screen, like yeah, yeah like literally the people sitting only around goes watching so this.
0: Far... Yeah, yeah. The, back, the, the the horizon is a painted canvas.
1: I would assume uh, they had some sort of security they had to pass through <laughs> to get in.
0: Yeah, on the Warner Brothers lot, they had to like give get their driver's license and sign in and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have an appointment here with Herman Munster. Oh, Herman, yeah, he's shooting that movie over there. Um, <laughs> Lily explains to Herman that he's not being sued. He's like, let's go. Come on, Herman, let's go. And was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a few good dregs left on the cigarette, so he said, Herman, we have to watch Herman smoke a cigarette.
3: Yes, yeah, so it was kind of disturbing watching him
1: smoke the cigarette. It's like, wow, yeah,
0: Man. he's like, yeah, was he's, his hand
1: was his hand still tied behind his back?
0: He's really enjoying it, though. They then they leave the obvious soundstage. Herman waves at the people. It's like, oh, see you later, Sorry, thing, you know, thanks for the opportunity. And then we get the final commercial break. Oh boy! Now prepare yourself yep. because we have experienced for the 69th time some of the world's funniest comedy cutting edge comedy at the time all oh, the yeah. way up until this point
3: ahead like, of its time even yeah, ahead
0: of its time like if this came out today people would be losing their fucking minds oh yeah.
3: god i can't even imagine riots in the street yeah that flags like yeah they'd want herman as the president or something Her- herman mm-hmm. for
0: president that could so, be an
3: episode. i'd like that
0: it would be mm-hmm. an awesome episode Maybe hmm. we'll have a third season. Final Go. commercial break. We come back and be prepared because we are going to laugh like no one has ever laughed before. La- Dance like no one's watching. Sing like no one's listening or whatever. Laugh like you're watching the final <laughs> button of a month or <laughs> <different. laughs> That's what they say, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Family is back in the living room. And Lily is explaining at this point what happened. And not on the return trip home. Like, Lily, what happened? wait till we get home and i'll tell you there so they travel from california where hollywood is at Mm -hmm. all the way back to their home which is either in california which we don't think it is except for things like this or it's somewhere in western new york or the ohio area maybe pennsylvania Mm -hmm. we don't know where they live they've been gone for like
1: two days so maybe yeah they live
0: everywhere all at once they are everything Mm. everywhere all at once uh Herman's confused because his face, he's like, I don't get it. This is the same handsome face I have every day. Well, says something. You should leave the house. You shouldn't leave the house without shaving. And he asks Herman, well, gee, Pop, how many jobs did you have before you got that part in the desert picture? Herman counts them off. Steel mill, circus, and oh, yeah, the night watchman in the county morgue. Everyone hears that. And their ears perk up. Their eyes get really bright and wide. They're like, ooh. I did, too. I was like, we yeah. missed this? Yeah. This sounds awesome. Grandpa wonders if Herman saw anyone they knew. Seeing you seen what we know? it's like, nah, it wasn't a very good job. Every time I took a nap, which I don't know how many jobs you could just take naps on, someone would <laughs> put him in the icebox. Hmm. Well, Marilyn says, well, the important thing is that you're home, and we don't want you to ever run away again. And Lily, guess what? She got Herman a present and it will remind us all of the adventure and promote family harmony. She gets up and walks over and she pulls the giant like sheet off of this giant thing in the corner. It's like, I bet you Bob and wonder was under the sheet. She pulls it off and it's the street lamp that Herman picked up and threw into somebody's yard. <laughs> Herman's like, oh, he gets up and he walks over. I love it but how is this going to promote family harmony? Lily says, well, I'm going to put it upstairs in the hallway. With only one bathroom, it's practically a necessity. Then Herman laughs. Then Lily laughs. Credits.
3: What a way to end it, bringing it all back to the beginning.
0: There were better moments in that button to end it on. And then it shows that. It's so
3: yep fun. did not need that i was wondering if you know when herman gets put back in the ice box like was he napping on like the slabs or was he just like napping <laughs> in like a chair and like they thought the body yeah. like crawled up and like died oh there? my
0: god could you imagine it
3: oh yeah I don't, I don't know i but, need more information about that yeah
0: yeah we need herman working at that county more. Well, we did it. Season two, episode thirty-one, the penultimate episode of the two-season run of the monsters. What'd y'all think? Uh, I
1: starts off with pretty good, and then as any other monsters episode, kind of limps towards the end.
0: Mm, yeah, limps. Okay. Yeah,
3: I enjoyed it for the most part. It's definitely it feels like yeah, two different episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, they resolve like everything of the first episode in the first half, and then it switches to the second episode in the second half. But both were pretty entertaining. We've seen most of their like gimmicks that they do in these episodes before, but they do a decent job of doing them again this time. So,
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, yeah, I thought it was entertaining. It was good enough. Uh doesn't really end on a great note, I think. But, and there's a couple of moments here and there that weren't that great. But overall, a decent Monsters episode, I'd say.
0: Yeah, you know what? I enjoyed the first half thought the second half was just recycled filler, like from the previous episodes in which Herman has had to find a job or there's been yep. those sorts of things. But then they had that foreign Legion bit. And I thought that was pretty funny.
3: That was funny. Yeah. Just seeing grandpa beat off all those guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh. Grandpa beating off dudes. Uh, mm-hmm. Herman smoking a cigarette, you know, all that stuff. Great. Yes. That uh, reveal
3: was pretty funny. Like, because mm-hmm. I, when I had done my research, I was like, okay, well, I'll do the movie director, and I was like, watching this episode, like, uh, where is the movie director? What's going on? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, and my amazing was like, it's only been like a day. What the hell did he do? Yes, to automatically have this happen. I really was not expecting it to be a movie set.
0: Yeah, no, it was good, and then yeah. the movie set, and I get, I guess, like the idea of Herman actually being executed is something they didn't want to follow through. With. Well,
3: but they did. Terman did say he would
1: shoot himself in the head and then the bird gave him a gun.
0: Yeah, so, yeah that's yeah. true as well. I don't know,
3: which was an awesome joke. I like that. That's what yeah. it was.
1: Well, like that one time he shot himself in the head with a water gun. I that's mean, yes. I, he, they're fine if Herman does it to himself, but if somebody else shoots him, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: not good. Well, we know what we thought. What did the internet say? Well, on November 17th, 2018, one Jimmy underscore the oh. underscore gent four had this to say. Herman in a car accident. Herman is struck by a car. He is unhurt but faints. The lady driver thinks Mm. he is disfigured and has her lawyer offer a settlement. A pretty good episode. Amusing but not uproarious. The family misunderstands the lawyer's letter thinking they have to pay the money. The lawyer is played by old-time character actor Jerome Cohen. Herman runs (laughs) away and tries to work in a steel mill and ends up an actor in a Foreign Legion movie. Funniest scene is when he gets a job as a carnival clown who gets <laughs> baseballs thrown at him. That was funny. Three out of three found this helpful. No stars.
3: Jimmy mm. underscore the Jen has a pretty good track record, or track record of you know people thinking he's helpful, which is interesting. Yes,
1: considering he doesn't give a score, he does <laughs> not give a yes, score. no,
0: and he just mostly spoils the whole entire episode in his review. <laughs>
1: You know, oh, that's maybe, helpful. maybe is that us three. Like we
3: never, neither none of us actually watched it. We just <laughs> maybe read. That's thing. what it is. It's <laughs> yeah. like,
0: oh, I'm glad I read this. Now I don't have to watch the episode. Yeah. Uh, so that's what people think. That's all. Oh, it's very helpful. Thank you, Jimmy underscore the underscore jim <laughs> You saved me 24 minutes of my life. Yep. Hell, is that it? Yeah, that's all. A review, oh, one wow. review. Mm. Yeah,
1: it really helps you he see the, mu- the movie man comes back uh, for the final, final. One
0: last final review. Well, we did it. We got through season two, episode 31, Penultimate. Terry said it once. Now I've said it 20 times because I love the word. It's a great word. Yeah. It is a great word. It, it's kind of like pentagram. It's like the ultimate pentagram. It's Penultimate.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is kind of like that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. But the ultimate pentagram, yeah, like For Satan.
0: summoning Satan.
3: He would love that, yeah. Yep. The penultimate pentagram. I mean, I think all mean.
1: we all we normally do is just say, "Hey, we're about to watch the show." Oh uh, yeah, want, you want to hang out? If anything, he summons us every week. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
0: It's like I, I made. He summons us with his his world famous brownies. Made mm-hmm. <laughs> <Hey, laughs> these guys.
1: Yeah, you yeah, yeah, can smell it from here.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's I a new recipe it. I tried.
0: These cream cheese brownies—they're
1: the best. Yep.
0: Well, we did it. We got one more episode left. What happened? What happened in this episode that'll make you go, "All right, I can do it. I can make it through the final episode."
1: Uh, Because it's the final episode.
0: Oh, Keith, that didn't happen in this episode.
1: Oh, oh, what happened in (laughs) this one? Play the game. Well, normally you ask us, "What are we looking forward to in the next?" Yeah, episode, what's the thing so. that
0: happened in this episode that'll make you think, "Hey, I can do it again."
1: Oh, uh, the, well, I mean, the Raven was got a good spotlight thing in in mm. this one, so um, uh, maybe Kitty gets uh gets a little action in the next one.
0: Kitty get action, okay.
3: okay. Yep, yep. Action. He wants to see yeah. Kitty
1: get action. That seems yep. a little raunchy. I mean, we though. had we had Grandpa <laughs> beating off
0: uh... <laughs> French Foreign Legion soldiers.
1: Yep. Yep uh so now
3: that's why he's got that knob on there that makes sense now he's now can he get some action
1: yeah
3: Mm. all
2: right
3: uh i think i'm excited like keith the raven was probably the highlight seeing him come out of his little cage um and now i know he's got like a gun and i'm wondering (laughs) (laughs) what is he doing with that what has Uh he used it before does he have like a whole armory in there is he a gun collector maybe is he i just want to know more like has he had to? What what caused him to think he needs a gun? Look, something... the mailman
1: tells him, "Look, you can't have this mail." And he just whips the gun out and all right he here, fine, yes, take, take your Dropping mail. The mailman, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh,
3: there's a lot of questions now. Like I've loved that we're getting more, but there's just so much more to learn now about the raven that there I think is. we need to get into it. Mm-hmm.
0: Too much to learn about the raven. You well, know, me, I'm a huge fan of three X structure. Oh, and I feel like. The final episode is going to be like the third act of the monsters. So everything okay. is going to pay off. Yes, everything from episode season one, episode one, all the way up until season two, episode thirty-one. All the loose threads will be tied up in one massive finale.
3: Oh, I, I hope so. Yeah, it's all going to come together. The overarching thread will make mm-hmm. sense and be clear.
1: All yeah. questions answered. There'll be no leftovers.
0: Nope, no leftovers, no no nothing. And the thing is, there's been lots of things hinted at. Mm -hmm. Like, how how does Lily eat soup? Uh,
3: (laughs) Why does she stir soup with a spoon but doesn't actually stir the spoon itself? Oh, maybe that's because it's a a
1: knife and not a spoon.
0: It could be a knife and not a spoon. We got so many things we don't know. Like, why is it's, it's we, we started to see Herman having new, bigger hair today as it oh. fell off of his head? Oh, yes. Will, will the hair totally come off the last episode and he'll be bald? Mm-hmm.
3: Would that be uh, amazing? I would be awesome. And finally, everything comes together. They a the grand reveal. It all makes sense. Herman was bald the whole time and he has a toupee.
0: Oh, and not just like any ball, but it's got the Sherman Helmsley ball, like it's mm-hmm. it's like the horseshoe, it's like around yes. the ears, around the back. Style. Yeah, I'd love it. I want that to happen. I think that will happen. And you need know, all those loose threads be tied up, right? There's so many things that we're just I don't want to be left hanging. If the show no. were to suddenly end with no resolution, I don't mm-hmm. know if people could live with themselves after this. We'll find out next
3: week. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll
0: find out, yeah. Well, I mean, society didn't end, so I'm assuming people like were satisfied with the ending of the monsters.
3: Yeah, it must have been pretty
1: great. Yeah, that's true. right? Well, I mean, there was monsters today. So yeah, maybe, but, maybe, I mean, they, maybe they found some questions that they still needed. But the like. thing
0: is, right, if the finale of the monsters were terrible, I assume all existence would have stopped. Mm-hmm. It would have been like a, the president would have taken to the airwaves and immediately after it finished and like uh ladies and gentlemen my fellow americans as you and i have both witnessed this monster's episode is the finale and it was terrible
3: <laughs> do not watch yeah
0: you have yeah. all been sent uh in your mail you will should have received a box that is painted with stars and stripes on it i want you oh. to open that box now cut the tape <laughs> open the box now you will find a revolver for each member of your family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if
3: you find you can't handle the end, just,
1: yes. oh, I thought it was going to be a collectible plate. That's what I was thinking. But.
0: Well, I, those are the two options. Some of you got collectible plates. <laughs> we've some chosen
1: those. We must be keep for society.
3: And we've chosen others. that must. <laughs> some die. of you
0: will have to end it tonight. Yep. And you can blame mm. the monsters for this, right? I'm assuming if the episode were bad, that's what would have happened. But since yep. it didn't happen, the episode must have been great. Everybody oh, I still got the boxes. I don't know. Weird.
3: Yeah, they didn't open them. They're all just waiting. <laughs> yeah. They're waiting for our episode to drop to see how they feel. <laughs> hmm.
0: the eBay is littered with unopened, still-sealed boxes from 1960s. Well,
1: obviously, they still have questions. They didn't know whether they need to open their box or not, I guess. And
3: so, yeah. It's it's fun because you don't know. Yeah, is it a plate or is it a gun? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you shake it, it doesn't give it away at all. Okay. Um, well, this has got a heft of a couple guns, but you open up; it's really a plate.
3: Could be several mm-hmm. plates in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: several plates, <It's... laughs> and they're not even monster theme collectible plates. No, <laughs> no, plate. no, no. No,
1: It's like Elvis and America and presidents, no, and...
0: Elvis in America and presidents, all on a plate it's just like a, it's like it's like one of those crazy trump paintings where trump's like uh all muscular and hanging out with all the old republican presidents it's just like that but the 60s yeah. style
3: right mm-hmm. oh yeah i need a plate like that yeah.
0: oh there's abraham lincoln and nixon they were shirtless and wrestling
3: crazy. yes oh that that's a great idea for a shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> or a plate i would love to eat food off of that <laughs>
0: Uh,
1: no, no, I
0: would just like to serve food off of it. Yeah, yeah I would,
1: a nice little charcuterie uh, plate. I, yeah. I
0: think it would be amazing to have that plate and then put the food on there. So it covers the picture. But as every person takes some food off of it, it slowly reveals, <laughs> it reveals the picture. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Abraham Lincoln suplexing above George Washington <laughs> and yeah. makes for a makes for a great conversation thing after a while. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So Abraham Lincoln. George Washington their tag team partners in a wrestling. Uh-huh.
3: Well they're president. both like the honest presidents, right? They yes. cannot tell a lie. And then their side you
0: got you got Nixon and uh oh and uh what's it was Andrew Jackson. They're they're tag team partners on their <laughs> side. And you see Andrew Jackson's got the brass knuckles on, and Nixon's getting a chair out from underneath the ring. and mm-hmm. that's yeah, and that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And
1: and that's no. like. But but, J- but Terry said that uh, Abe Lincoln is giving a a suplex to George Washington. There's been a heel turn as well oh, in this <laughs> thing. A heel turn, yeah, <laughs> Lincoln.
3: He, 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 he can flip on a dime. You never know. That's what he He's not the
2: emancipator.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> no, can, can flip on a penny. Come on, that dime. Yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah. Oh, nice.
3: yep. andrew hey, Jackson. Andrew Jackson. He's jacked. He's <laughs> yep.
0: super mm-hmm. Yeah. And Nick Nixon's got him locked up in the figure four leg crook or something like that. Mm, yeah. I'm <laughs> not a crook.
1: Yeah, he gets a he goes to the top to the top rope and he goes. I'm not a crook, and then he delivers the elbow. <laughs> he,
0: he puts he puts the victory fingers up in the air on both sides, and he does a five five yeah. star frog splash right mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I love it. Okay, uh, so that's the wow. plate that I serve food on to all guests, and I, okay. <laughs> I invite everybody to come over and enjoy some hot <laughs> hot bologna. Oh,
3: <laughs>
0: I don't know why it's hot oh. bologna. <laughs> the <but> most American
3: <laughs> dish. Yeah
0: i had some mm. some microwave bologna and <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even cook in the oven. <laughs> microwave, oh. <laughs> microwave bologna oh. a big glob of mayonnaise, dip it in, and shredded oh. cheese. enjoy oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just like a slice, or is it just like shredded? Shredded cheese, yeah. You know, like the like you know, like uh, taco okay. cheese.
2: Right?
1: Oh, oh. oh okay. god, <laughs>
0: Yeah, delicious. That's (laughs) I can't wait till Christmas time. (laughs) Uh, That's a Christmas dish. (laughs) It's a Christmas tradition. Mm Well, there we go, guys. We did it. (sighs) Season two episode 31. We did it. We're almost we got one foot out the door. We're turning the knob. Mm -hmm. uh, But then somebody's be like, wait, there's movies. I'm like, oh, God, yeah,
3: that's exactly what keeps happening. Because I'm like, oh, we're almost done. And I remember, oh, yeah, there's still like three or four movies. Yeah.
0: Oh, well,
1: okay. it'll be fine.
0: It. Yep, yep, we'll, we'll be totally fine. Do we got anything to plug here, gents?
1: Uh, Papa Filmcast Reanimated, just check those out. They've been fun episodes so far. Go ahead yeah. and find out where it's at. Other than that, I got nothing.
0: Join some microwave baloney and curl up with the mm. Papa Filmcast Reanimated. What about oh, you, Terry? Yeah.
3: Uh, I second that. Go ahead and listen to Papa Filmcast um, yeah. and eat baloney. That's been microwave. Oh, yeah, no, there's in nothing
1: in, and there's not like a wrap or anything with like a, a tortilla or anything. It's just the baloney cheese. No, no, no. The microwave no, baloney Yeah, I'm just thinking you know, he's microwave baloney. He has the mayo, and he has like the the like yeah, uh, gas station yeah. nacho cheese dip type stuff to go with it. No, no, and no, no, no. It's First just, you add the cheese, yes please.
0: It's just
3: and you it's add the mayo. Person? Give it a squeeze. Give it uh, squeeze.
0: It's it's <laughs> microwave bologna. Just plate, you know, I you know I make it look nice, right? Like I overlap a little bit and I bring it around the side and I put a big mound of uh, mayo right in the middle. Yeah. Right? And so okay. like the the baloney curves around the platter, right? For, yeah. Well, for no, big. Around, right. I don't
1: yeah. think I need to know this.
0: <laughs> big pile of mayo in the middle, and then of course then I sh- do the shredded cheese around the other side. So, <laughs> yeah, and and uh, and like little tongs. So I I, I have these tongs. That I like they're for the toaster, right? They're they're tiny mm-hmm. and they got mm-hmm. little silicone or silicon, no silicone little hands on the end of each one. Yep. And they're for reaching and grabbing toast or waffles out of the toaster, so you don't burn your fingertips. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I got a couple of those. One for grabbing up bologna. One for grabbing up some shredded cheese. And then of of course, you know, one for. Uh, Grabbing grab up mayo. Man. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's how you get it. I love mm. it. That sounds nice. Yeah. yeah.
3: Family favorite. Yeah.
0: Family favorite. Everyone loves it. Sometimes I'll chop up green olives over the top of it all too. Oh, <laughs> oh,
1: come on. That <laughs> sounds pretty good now. Oh, I mean, yeah. at least it's not at least it's not black olives, I guess. Chopped up worse.
0: green olives. Yo, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the best. I love it. Mm. Love it so much. All right. We did it. We have made it through this episode. So that means we should end this episode the way we end every episode. Mm, with Derek's yeah. recipes. Yeah. Where to start? I've been working for
3: years on the theory that all men are basically good. Perfect creations of a perfect god. But that all mortals entertain a sense of evil. They
2: believe evil... Therefore, they experience it.
0: This sense of evil is lurking in their subconscious, ready to come out at any time. I believe that if we could remove this false sense of evil, we would behold the perfect man, good and pure in every way.
2: Very idealistic for a
0: doctor. Idealistic, only because I was dealing with intangibles, thoughts. The Muster Hunters are Derek Glascott, Keith Gola, and Terry Vickroy. Keith is the host of the Pop Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it? At How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Real. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Real on Twitter at Run the Real. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek, the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by Me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vickroy, and executive producers are Me and Keith Golden. The Munster Hunters is a crispy dodo production.